Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hey, look, it's a giant pile of stupidity. Looks like you found Common Man and Tebow. Big Husky Kids. I'm trying to sign into the computer here. I know you are, and you're having issues. All right, I'm on. Teddy I'm got now. you in. Ted's, in Ted's a whiz at all this stuff. He fixed it all. Thanks, Can Teddy. put some WD-40 on that No. GD4? Do it again. Give me one more. Hang on. Just no, be real. No, it's not going to do it. There it is. Sounds like Leanna's <laughs> cat. Spaz is back, baby. Leanna's cat. Produced by Panama Ted. Too hot. And a plethora of sounds that make no sense. Pay me a stick of bubble gum. For what? Cracks and gaps. Re-racket. Yeah. Your ear hole. This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Now we got a large, girthy program today. Inside the NFL, all the news and notes you need at 348. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. In the 4 o'clock hour, game show at 534. What is the game, Boner? We are going to do stand-up comedy trivia. I'm going to give you a joke. That a stand-up comedian is told. Filthy. No. Filthy joke. No, they're not filthy. I wish, I mean, I... T-Bone's going to throw some N-words at you no, today. No, no, I, I would. I would use more of the funny jokes that involve some vulgar language. I might be willing to do some of that if we were on a, like, uncensored podcast, mm. but... FCC will not allow me to, you know, there's plenty of swear words that are not allowed to be used on the air. So I can't do those jokes. But I will read you a joke from a famous comedian, and then I will give you two options who are both famous. No, this is not going to be like a buddy of mine at the Chuckle Shack came up with this last week. These are people who are well-known in comedy. Not from my stand-up bit (laughs) from 1998. Which I still... You're you're never going to hear it. I know. I want to, though. I gave you a little glimpse of it on yeah, the Uncensored you did. You podcast. Did. You did give us a little bit of that. Flaming poo. Mm-hmm. Bad. Yeah. I know this. I love stand-up comedy. I know I you know, do, too. So. I, well, I don't you, love it anymore. You used to love I it. I used to love it. And now I'm... And this is my own mental psychosis. You're jealous. You're jealous of well, these guys. If if it's bad... Then you don't want to like, watch. it's like, wow, this is bad. I don't like it. If it's good, then I think to myself, you know what? That clever SOB, how come I didn't think of that line? And I can't enjoy that, even right. if it's good. I, I'm then I'm jealous that I didn't come up with the line again. This is a me problem. I oh, get it. I think that's fair. I also I don't know how you feel about this. I feel more that way if the comedian delivering the line is extremely handsome. <laughs> like if you're handsome, they, are, they already have enough benefits in life, right? If you're a good looking dude and or gal, and then you can also just deliver hilarious joke after joke after joke and kill, then I'm like, wait a second. But if Louis Anderson does it, you don't mind. Dead. Oh, is he dead? I think so. Yeah, I think he passed. No, I'm dead. Yeah, I think he passed away. But right, I mean, I'm just saying, there were who there was a guy whose name is now blanking. I'm forgetting about it, but a big fat guy. He had a ton of hilarious bits about being fat, and he owned it. And that was I, John Panette. That's his name. Have you ever seen that guy? Maybe. Okay, if you look him, you'd, you might know him if you saw him, but he's he's one of the guys. He's a Dairy Queen bit. 
where he talks, he, his, he has his little voice he does where he goes, get out of the line. Like he's just, he's like, what do you want? They got ice cream. They got sprinkles. You put stuff in it. You put chocolate on it. No chocolate. Get out of the line. How yes, do you not I, know what I you know, want? I know John Panetta. Yeah, he's, he's hilarious. He's he is dead. Yes. Dead. Also, this just in, whenever we talk about stand-up comedians, gonna be, it's stand-up comedy and wrestlers. We're going to reference people that are dead a lot. Dead. And he was a big dude. Big dude. Big yeah. Guy. I just saw, I think he was in the movie, do you remember Punisher? That came out with uh, Thomas Jane as yes, Punisher. I saw it. I don't remember it. I but believe I saw it. he had a bit bit part in that. I think he was in that movie, if I'm not mistaken. So he got a few Hollywood roles, but mostly a stand-up comedian. Funny right. guy. Here's my transition. The Buckeyes will be the Punishers <laughs> this weekend. Oh, yes. All right. As they open the season at Indiana, 3.30, right here on The Fan. I saw that uh, Nestler is doing this on CBS. And, of course, Paul Keels. Here on the fan. Mm-hmm. I was rubbing Paul Keels today, getting him ready. Yeah. Because he loves his rubdowns. Buckeyes are 30-point favorites. Ryan Day did speak to the media today. We'll hear from him later on in the show. Uh, no, no starting quarterback has been uh, yes. named. Yes, it has been. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, how did I miss it? <laughs> yes, I don't I, know. How did I miss I it? That's what we were building to, was that we were going to say Ryan Day has named Kyle McCord the starter. All right. But... I believe if the way he said it was that he's earned, he said that Devin Brown has earned the right to play against Indiana. McCord is the starter because of his consistency the past two weeks. Then he said, I'm not sure how it's going to shake out. What we're doing is fair based off what we've seen this preseason. I am more and more convinced the more I see of this, that Ryan Day is like doing the Devin Brown recruiting thing live in front of us. Not that I think Devin Brown is like, I'm leaving if I don't get to be the starter, but I think he knows, right? You've got a talented player who's been here. This is his second season, right? Being yes. here. Yeah. You want to keep the guy engaged? You want to show that, yes, man, I because I have to name a starter, I mean, that's how this works. We've got a bunch of quarterbacks here, but I don't want you to think that you're somehow not my guy also. I, I mean, I'm not saying Devin Brown sucks. I'm saying I, I have... Kyle McCord made the most sense to start. That's who they're naming the starter week one. He's saying, but Devin Brown's going to play, and there's a lot of stuff, and he's a little bit less consistent than Kyle McCord, but, man, he can play. This seems like we're trying to keep Devin Brown as well, like very much on scholarship, and hopefully not have him wanting to transfer out, not listening to the people who get in his ear. Well, I mean, he's not transferring out now. No. He's not right. He's not going anywhere now. The reality is, if he does transfer out, it's because Kyle McCord is really good, and he did something well, right? And Devin Brown doesn't feel like he can make a dent. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean I that's the best case scenario is that you have one guy playing really well, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. My biggest fear is that both of these guys aren't good. Well, both don't play well. And the reason Ryan Day has had a hard time making this decision is because no one has stood out to him. Here's here's another quote that Ryan Day had. Uh, it says that Kyle, he says that Kyle McCord, quote, made the routine plays routinely. <laughs> And took care of the football, and that's why I, I he's starting. You guys, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, I I don't doubt that Devin Brown has talent, and I don't doubt that there is something there with him. I'm guessing Ryan Day saw a more consistent, safer option in Kyle McCord. Devin Brown probably has a little bit more upside, and probably has a little bit more leaky with the football. Leaky, you know, I occasionally Chris, maybe Chris overthrown leaky. guys, stuff like that. Let whatever. me uh, let me ask you this. Ryan Day says he doesn't know how that's going to shake out on Saturday with both quarterbacks playing. Do you believe him? 
Uh, you think he really has no plan? He's just going to take it series by series, and we'll see what happens. I tend to think Ryan Day knows what he'd like to see, and what he'd probably like to see is Kyle McCord go out there and look amazing in his first two series, and the Buckeyes roll down the field, put up 14 points, defense comes out, shuts down Indiana very quickly, establishes the dominance of this team, and then maybe third series, it's like, all right, hey, I'm not just paying lip service to Devin Brown. He's going to play. He goes out for a series and looks good and doesn't throw the ball away, doesn't okay. make bad decisions. All right. And then he can go back and say, all right, now Kyle McCord gets another couple series. Now Devin Brown's going to play most let's, of the second half. Let's say that Kyle McCord does not have a good couple series to start the game. And it's series three, and here comes Devin Brown, and he's he's good. Then I think and the it, plan goes out the window. Well, that that's what I mean. Then, I'm saying, then do I, we flip-flop for week two where Devin Brown gets the start and Kyle McCord comes in on series three? I just don't know what the big picture well, is. I'm telling you, I think that this, I think it is fluid. I think Ryan Day probably would like to have seen Kyle McCord separate a little bit more. He has his doubts, but he thinks he's a safer option. He probably also realizes Devin Brown is too talented to sit around for three years and not play. Eventually. You know what I mean? Like, He's probably saying, I know this guy, if he doesn't, if he's not the starter next year, then I'm going to have an issue trying to keep him around. I got to show him I genuinely mean this, and I'm not just going to sit him on the bench for most of these games. So then he's probably hoping that either Kyle McCord takes the reins, runs with it, and it's his team. And then if if not, then your second plan is hopefully Devin well, Brown just overshadows I, I him. And then I and then the decisions, I'm guessing Ryan Day wants an easy decision either way. I, I know things are more complicated now. As you said, you have to constantly try and recruit these guys even though they're in the building because they can hit the portal and throw you for a loop. I get it. I understand that's the nature of current college football. Don't, though, be too concerned with, uh-oh, what's going to be the case next year? You have to win now. Well, fair enough. I mean, Ryan Day has to beat Notre Dame, has to beat Penn State, you know, go on the road, beat Wisconsin, all of that, and then that last game of the regular season is circled. This should be your focus, because if you don't manage this season correctly, it may not matter if Devin Brown sticks around next year, because you may not be around next year. Well, I know what you're saying, and I agree with you. You're right. You can't have a next... There may not be a next year for Ryan Day if they don't win all the games this year. That's what I mean. Right? So that's another point. But also, I do think keeping everyone on the roster satisfied, happy, making them want to be there. I know old school football guys hate to hear this, and I know that... I I, kind of bugs me too, but I do get it. You're Ryan Day coaching in 2023. You're not Woody Hayes coaching in the 60s and 70s. You can't just scream at a guy and say, shut up and be the backup and deal with it. No, if you don't I'm like not, it, suck your right, thumb. I'm not saying that. Like, I'm saying, I, right, I know. But part of keeping this team good this year is keeping everyone engaged. And you don't know when there's going to be an injury. You don't know when Kyle... I'm guessing Ryan Day also, this is... The fact that Devin Brown has been allowed to be in the competition this long is a signal that Kyle McCord has not dominated the competition. Well, and that's so, what makes me nervous. There's a fine line between keeping guys engaged and making sure Kyle McCord has the confidence necessary to go out that and go out there and not think that every incompletion or bad decision is going to result in him going to the bench. Yeah. You know, I, he, yeah, that's right. He started games in the past, but he is a first time starting quarterback here. So you want to make sure that he has, he knows he has leeway out there to grow and learn these first couple weeks without thinking, wow, if I don't bring it this series, I'm not out there for the next series. Yeah. Uh, the the thing Ryan Day also apparently said that the gap between them is not yet quote sizable. All right, <laughs> but he said McCord has outperformed Brown enough in recent practices during the opportunity. Here's what I will say that I like about this: 
very easy for Ryan Day to have gone to Saturday and say, well, when we break huddle, you'll find out who the starter is. Well, Tom Allen is doing that with his kicker. No joke. Tom Tom Allen says, I know who my kicker is going to be on Saturday, but I'm not going to tell you. Mm. Yes, because, you know, one of these three-legged kickers. Right. (laughs) The question is from the dong. You never know which leg he's going to use. You never know which one's going to be. Even so, who cares? I know. You can't prepare for a kicker. I mean, other than, I guess, if... I'm going to guess, this is just me going out wild speculation here. Tom Allen's going to go with the guy who can kick it the farthest, most often. The guy who's most accurate kicks it the furthest. That's going to be my but guess. My, all right, yes. But so the point cares? is, what's the difference? Nothing. You think Ryan Day's saying, man, i got to get a game plan for this kicker? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I guess if you are if you were breaking down like Bama or Georgia or a team you're playing for the national championship and you're not sure who's kicking, that might affect offensive strategy. might affect your defense knowing, hey, if... We get them in a third or fourth and three on R38 and they're driving. Okay. They All may right. be willing to kick field goal here or they may go for it. That might be a little bit more relevant if you know if this guy's got a leg or not. But outside of that, again, this is Indiana on the road. I don't think that's going to come into play. More Buckeye conversation. And Jim Harbaugh wants his players to get paid. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Checking those live traffic cams this afternoon. Eastbound 670, disabled vehicle blocking that left lane on the ramp to Leonard. Now use caution, but I'm not really seeing any delays in the area. And staying on eastbound 670, there's something in the road. So after Leonard, there's debris blocking that left lane. So use caution here also. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings from 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. Buffalo Wild Wings happy hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for only 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day, so head to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour today. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. Dine-in only. Drink responsibly. I'm Stacey J for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Extra large. Extra stupid. This is Man and Bone. Happy Tuesday. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by the Hinderer Motor Company. Uh, Buckeyes getting ready for Indiana on Saturday. 3.30 in Bloomington. Catch all the action right here on The Fan. Cal McCord is your starting quarterback, although both quarterbacks will play. Ryan Day saying that Devin Brown has earned the right to play. Um, I hope that this is solidified sooner rather than later. Where I, I don't know if that's Ryan Day just getting more comfortable with the situation, and he'll see that on game day, or if that's Cal McCord stepping up and saying, all right, I have given you a wide chasm now between right. me and the other guy, so you can trust me. I don't know what it is, but you know we were talking about it yesterday with that Notre Dame game on the horizon. I don't think Notre Dame is competing for a national championship, but I do think their offense is better than last year. I understand what we saw on Saturday was a bad Navy team, but they have a competent quarterback who can move the ball. That is something the Buckeyes did not have to face in our building last year when they came in here. No. All right. They weren't a challenge at all to our defense, which we know in hindsight had many, many holes to it. You're going on the road facing a better offense. Your offense has a question mark because I don't know who the st- the quarterback's going to be consistently on this team, even with Kyle McCord being named the starter today. And I still don't know if the defense is fixed. You may not have a lot of time 
to figure this out. It's not as simple as circle the Michigan game and we got to get it figured out by then. Well, you got to right. figure it out long before then. Well, and for people who are saying, what are you talking about? We all thought Kyle McCord would be the starter. He got named the starter today. There you go. What what, what are you guys talking about? I'll it's all done. I, I'll tell you what well, I'm talking I'm saying, about. He didn't get named the starter in the sense of Ryan Day said, guys, it's become crystal clear to me. Kyle McCord's the right guy to lead this team. He's earned the right. He's done all the work. This is his team going forward, blah, blah, blah. This was a week one. He's going to run out as the starter. He's separated a little bit these last couple of weeks, but it's not by much. So I don't think that it's all just a done deal in that way. And we don't even need to have this discussion because I'm sure everyone is aware of what happens Buckeye fans with college football fans, but if he goes out and doesn't look good and Devin Brown does come in and plays reasonably well, there will be a controversy week two who starts, right? Absolutely. And of course, if that isn't who everyone thinks it should be, right? Whoever that is at the end of, you know, week one, if that doesn't get reflected by the coaching staff week two, that's going to be a massive talking point going into week two. And again, your schedule the next few weeks to start the season is easier. But yeah, I mean, you've basically got Three more weeks to figure this this game in two two more weeks, and that's it. Then it's Notre Dame week, and I don't think after that you can really mess around. Here's what I want from Ryan Day. It's the old George Costanza line from Seinfeld. He goes into the doctor's office. He says to the doctor, what do you think, it's cancer? He wants to get out of here. It's not cancer. You're crazy. Get out of my office. Instead, what we got was, I don't think it's cancer, but I don't really know what it is. Right. I want Ryan Day to be at that podium saying, guys, let me tell you something. We know we have C.J. Stroud walking out the door. You know how high I was on him and what he did for this team. We're in store for some special things now with Cal McCord. He has been sitting and waiting patiently for three years. He is a five-star guy. When he was recruited, I said to myself, this guy is going to play on Sundays, but he's going to have the ability now to dazzle you on Saturdays. Maybe that's a pipe dream. Maybe that was never going to happen, but as a Buckeye fan, that's what I want to hear. Instead, I got, well, no one's really separated themselves, and the chasm's not really big enough, so both guys are going to play. I guess Kyle's going to start because he's earned that because he's been around, but I'm not too confident about it. Right. That's what we got today. Yeah, I know. And and I also will say this. I I know there are Buckeye half glass half full fans at all times who doesn't matter what happens, right? You could have the team lose by 30, and they'll get up the next day and go, you know what that means? rest of the season, they're going to play perfect. Because they're going to fix all these mistakes. They're going to be so mad. They'll never let this happen again. Right? There's there's people who just get up the next day after a terrible loss and go, what's the problem? We're great. We're going to be back, baby. Those people will say things that I don't agree with in this situation. Things like, well, you know, me, you, or Joe Blow off the street could go into this offense and just rack well, up yardage. Okay, we'll that's see. That's not true. We'll I don't, see. If that's true, then why do we care about recruiting rankings at all when it comes to quarterback? If that's true, why has this been the news story that leads everything every time there's a breath about it for the last six months? The reason is because deep down inside, even those people know it actually does matter who plays quarterback because one of those guys will undoubtedly be better than the other. If you want to buy the line that Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are on your team, well, that's a tough choice. Yeah, I don't think that's what we have here, folks. I'd love to believe that's the case. You have two really good college football players probably on this roster who can play quarterback really good. Ain't who we recruited at Ohio state. You recruit the best. Yeah. Okay. So, and I, and Kyle McCord was, he Kyle was, McCord he was the best, was legitimately the best. 
Quinn Ewers, Terrell Pryor, him. Those yeah. are the three highest rated prospects we have ever had at quarterback at Ohio State. It's those three guys. He came out of a, a spring camp where his competition had a bum finger and couldn't participate and could not separate. I'm just, now we've had all summer and it's just taken till Tuesday of the game to say, yeah, there's been minimal separation, but he's been a little more consistent. So if that means that he is just Johnny Unitas waiting to happen, and then the guy behind him also happens to be John Elway, and we're just, oh, man, can't choose between the two. I'd love to believe that storyline from the glass half full people, but the reality is I'm nervous about a little bit Indiana. It's it's a Big Ten team, at least on the road. I don't think Indiana's going to be that tough, but it is an unknown and weird situation you now have with a weird offensive line, with a defense that has tons of question marks. Yes. And we don't know who Tom Allen's kicker is going to be. I mean, that's the <laughs> that's the big mystery. I still can't believe the guy actually rolled out I with know, that. But I'm not going to tell you. What an idiot. Uh, Jim Harbaugh had his presser yesterday. He started with a nearly six-minute statement advocating for revenue sharing with student-athletes. Not going to read you the whole thing, but I'll read you some of it. We should all be about diversity, equity. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, yes, equity and inclusion. I'm calling for a system that is fair, equitable, and benefits all involved. Don't exclude the student-athletes from the profits. My opinion, you can't say you're about diversity, equity, and inclusion if you aren't willing to include student-athletes in revenue sharing. We have to make it work. We have to try and make it better, and right now. The current status quo is unacceptable and won't survive. In my opinion, we capitalize on the talent. We should pay the talent for their contributions to the bottom line. Uh, let that soak in. We're going to take a break. We're going to talk about it. Maybe you're saying to yourself, well, this is clearly a recruiter who is self-serving and throwing that out there. And he wants to attract the best talent and advocating for their payment is a way to attract the best talent. But both things can be true, right? I mean, he could be doing that. I can't believe I'm about to say Jim Harbaugh is a crafty, smart guy. Maybe he's doing both of those things. We'll discuss coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Traffic volumes are starting to build. You're going to be delayed a few minutes on the east side. 70 between Hamilton and 270. And also a few minutes on the west side. Eastbound 70. You're slowing between Mound and 315. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings from 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for only 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. So head to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour today. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. Dine in only. Drink responsibly. I'm Stacey J for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Dumb. Very dumb. This is Man and Bone. All right. I have. We'll, we'll talk about Jim Harbaugh. I have a story about shooting at a White Sox game. Yes. We have some more details on that. First, T-Bone's going to sell you something. Well, man, if you're not happy with your home's water, can't blame you. There's some crappy water all around central Ohio. And the funny thing is, each neighborhood's a little bit different. The pipes into your house might be different than the pipes that go into my house. I have tar coming out of my pipes. You live at the La Brea Tar Pits. Actually, tar. Quite the commute you have driving in from Southern California. Either way, the point is, the funk in your water might be specific to where you live and different from someone else you know. So their solution may not work for you. That's why Connecticut doesn't give you everybody else's solution. They give you the solution that's right for your home. They will have a water expert who's familiar with the local water. Figure that out for you. All you need to do is schedule the water test. 
and talk to them about what to get to fix it. 800-444-1387 is the number. 800-444-1387 or Connecticut Water. What? That too. ConnecticutColumbus.com to get in touch with Connecticut Water System. My guys. Rest in peace, Terry Funk. Your mother's a whore. (laughs) Every time you say get the funk out of your water, I will think of my guy, Terry Funk. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, before we talk about Michigan and Jim Harbaugh, there was a situation a couple days ago where two women got shot at the White Sox game. Uh, they didn't know if the bullets came from outside the stadium or inside the stadium, and no one really knew the next day when people showed up at the game. Well, apparently they have figured it out. They figured out that uh, one of the women who was shot, she brought the gun into the ballpark. How did she do it, you ask? Because they have metal detectors and all these other things, security, that should stop a gun from coming into the ballpark. Well, apparently, she hid it in her fat folds, Mm. snuck it into the ballpark, and then accidentally shot herself and the person sitting next to her during the game. Yeah, that's... (laughs) Yes. Peggy Kaczynski from ESPN 1000 reported this, that uh, that is an accidental discharge by one of the women by the woman who brought the gun in, she's one of the people who was grazed by the bullets. Mm-hmm. So She hid it in her fat folds Yeah, and came into the game. Um, yeah, I, again, I, number one, wouldn't use my fat folds in such manner to sneak anything good, into a good game. Good for you, Bone. But also... I like to use my anus. <laughs> I'm just telling you, I... I would I'm I'm just not familiar with guns. I'm I'm terrified of guns. I don't like guns. They're not my thing. If they're your thing, I'm, I'll let you live. I'm just saying I don't like them. I can't fathom the people who like just stick them in their waistband, right? You see guys who've done that, people done that. I would be terrified that thing would go off. So sticking it in a fat fold, even if I had a fat fold big enough to cover a gun, no, not doing that. All right. I just want to clarify that in case anybody was confused. Thanks. T-bone here for not smuggling guns in your fat. PSA, I I support not doing that. And and look, you can say like, oh well, what kind of security do they have? I don't, I don't know. It's probably not to the level of TSA where they have a little room where they can go pat you down. Maybe there wasn't yeah. a female there. Maybe they didn't say, excuse me, ma'am, you keep going off here. May we check your fupa, please? Well, right. I, I also would assume that if they wand the same area multiple times. She might have said, like, oh, yeah, I, I have a medical device or something. Yeah. And it's like, all right, well, then what are you oh, going to do? Excuse me, we have to peel away your fat folds and see if you're well, really telling yeah, the truth. I, I'm guessing most, you know, stadium security is not going to be to that level. So, for whatever it's worth, for all the people there who judge fat people, let this be a lesson. We might actually be able to provide some added security in situations of distress. You never know. May, yeah, next time or you go shoot to make, yourself. Well, I'm saying next time you, well, in this case, it didn't go well. I'm just saying, next time you go to make fun of a fat person, just realize you don't know what they're packing. You know what be, might be hiding under all the fat rolls. Well, the last thing you want to do when you go watch a White Sox game this year is bring a gun. Because <laughs> you may be in the fourth <laughs> inning and say, I, I can't take any more of this. Just shoot right, yourself. Right. No kidding. The, uh, Forget about shooting other people. Dr. Now is going to have to mind his P's and Q's, I think, from now on. You need to lose. What's 600 that? pounds. What was that, doctor? What'd you say? What was you, that? You say have, it to my face. You have enabler. Say it to my face. I got, I got a cold in the 45 right an Uzi out of your fat. <laughs> All right, Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh says, it's high time we start paying the players. It's ridiculous that we have these schools and coaches like me making millions of dollars. Hmm. And all these players, they just go out and get their NIL, but they're not actually taking advantage of the big television money that's coming in. Um, I'm not saying he's wrong. 
Um, you know, both things can be true. He can be saying things that he means and also be saying them because he thinks it gives him a recruiting advantage. You know, a bunch of five stars are looking at that saying, look at this guy. Jim Harbaugh is fighting for me. He's fighting for my right to earn millions of dollars. I'm going to, if, if I'm on the fence, right? Oh, where, sure. Where am I going to go? Ohio State, Michigan, Alabama. Well, Jim Harbaugh wants to make sure that I get millions of dollars, and he'll use his power and influence in the Big Ten to try and make that happen. Yeah, Why wouldn't I reward that guy? If I were recruiting against Jim Harbaugh, my counter-argument to that would be like, hey, man, we just have like actual money here. He can talk about ideas that are not going to be done anytime soon. We have actual paychecks that I, you can I catch. I get it. The point is... I will say, I don't know how you feel about it. I don't think Jim Harbaugh's wrong. No, that's what I was going to say. He's not, I'm, it may be self-serving. Yes, yes. But that doesn't mean he's wrong. I, I keep contending that we have water that wants to run downhill. And we, as you know, uh, the sport of college sports, college athletics, that business has put up dams and little things to block the water from going downhill. Yet somehow the water's ending up at the bottom of the hill. And the way we're doing it now is it's getting there in dribs and drabs and it's getting there by NIL and it's getting there by all this other stuff. What Jim Harbaugh is saying essentially is college football makes a lot of money. Every other sport that makes a lot of money finds a way to pull that money together and then split it up amongst the owners, the people in power, and the people who actually make the thing work, right? In the NFL, you have a players association that negotiates for this. Same with Major League Baseball, NFL, or I said that, NBA, NHL, they all have that. College sports does not. And I I understand what he's saying. The logistical issues of making what he's saying a reality, I don't know how that happens. Right? I don't short of getting a college football union, a college basketball union, players getting together, and again, it's not like the NBA where you have eight, ten years to possibly be in the league and this would be beneficial for you to listen to this pitch. You might only play for a year or two. You might only be at your school for three. You may not have a lot of time to organize and protest and get involved in all that because you're like, well, I'm going to be out of this system in a couple of years. What does this benefit me? And I don't know. I don't know how it gets fixed, but people like Jim Harbaugh who are invested in the well, system, I'll tell you who how have long fixed. time in the system, they, them stepping up and saying something would actually help change it. Right. It can be guys like Jim Harbaugh, guys like Ryan Day, uh, guys like Nick Saban that have tremendous influence get together and say, this is wrong. We're not going to do it this way. We want change. It's going to take that. Or it's going to take the federal government demanding change. Well, that's right. right. And, you know, that may happen down the road, but I don't think they're close to that. They're trying to figure out NIL and, and guidelines with the federal government. And you, know, you got infighting and bickering between not just two political parties, but within the same political party trying to figure out NIL stuff. Eventually, the, the NCAA, they, they could have figured all of this out, okay? They could have kept this in-house. It would have been painful. Change is always painful at first, but at least they would have been in control of the process. Right now, the NCAA has no control. You're right. None. Yeah. They're going for a ride. Well, and, and, and I think the issue there, it's, it's worth pointing out, Jim Harbaugh is serving a self-imposed by Michigan three-game suspension because of recruiting rules from the NCAA that he violated I know he has said this stuff prior to this. He said it back in 2020. He said it a couple times. Yes, yeah. but it probably isn't also a little bit of him saying, oh, and by the way, the NCAA just sucks everywhere. They're terrible. Again, and he's not wrong in that it either. It may be self-serving. Yes.
but it doesn't mean he's wrong. I'm just pointing out for people who are like, he's doing this because the NCAA, well, he might M- maybe. He may hate the NCAA. I'm sure he doesn't like the NCAA, but he also isn't, this isn't the first time he's well, brought like this up. It's like the situation up. with the dude from Northwestern, right? It was like, oh, he hates, he hates Pat Fitzgerald. Maybe. Sure. Maybe right. it's self-serving. It doesn't mean he's wrong. If he has evidence this stuff happened and it appeared he did, then he's not wrong, even if he does hate the people that he's talking about. All the news and notes you need as we go inside the NFL coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. You're going to be tapping the brakes eastbound 33 between 270 and Bixby. It's about a four-minute delay here. And speaking of delays, you're also going to be slowing eastbound 70 between Hamilton and 270 and also westbound 70 between 71 and 315. It's just going to take you a few minutes to get through here. This report is sponsored by Family Dollar. Falling back into the routine can be stressful. That's why Family Dollar has more to help you stay ahead of the class. Stock your pantry and save with snack time favorites like cereal, cookies, crackers, and Tyson frozen chicken. Family Dollar helping you do more. I'm Stacey J for 97.1 The Fan Tracker. Back when I was banging, this show slapped. Whatever the hell that means. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. So happy you've tuned in. Happy Tuesday. Hey, if you miss a second of this wonderful show, Make sure to download the podcast. It is available wherever you get your podcast. Just search Common Man and T-Bowden. Click subscribe. Click. Every show comes right to device free of charge. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Uh, which, by the way, I've been asked to uh, produce some new commercials oh, good. for Care for nice. the podcast. And I'd like to farm that out to you guys. Oh. Because you gave me some good ideas last time. Maybe the queen shows up. Maybe another voice shows up for a care commercial. If you have thoughts, tweet us or X us, whatever. At Man and Bone 971 or text the burner phone 614-787-3093. Inside the NFL, let's do it. Common Man and T-Bone's Inside the NFL. Sponsored by Metal Supermarkets. Visit metalsupermarkets.com slash Columbus for all your metal needs. Bone. Well, man, it is very close to the start of the NFL season. You know this because little check marks on the calendar are passing by. One of those cut day 53, today. 53-man roster due today. So lots of cuts happening. Let me give you some of the names that you might be aware of. The Bears, Bears. have released Nathan Peterman, or as I like to call him, Peterman. Like from Office Space. Anyway, if you get that reference, good for you. Leaving Tyson Badgett as the number two quarterback for the Bears well, behind Justin were, Fields. They released P.J. Walker, yep, too. He's he gone. That's right. Now, Nathan Peterman can, of course, sign back with the practice squad and could be back on the active roster once they make other roster moves in the next few days. But as of right now, he is not with the Bears. They have two quarterbacks on the roster. One of those is Justin Fields, who gets injured all the time. So... Good luck. See if that works. Uh, DeMar Hamlin, he made the Bills 53-man roster, which... Fake. No, it's real. No, he's he's not real. Tom Pelissero from NFL dead. Network. This is fake DeMar Hamlin. I'm actually going oppo taco on this. Tom Pelissero of NFL Network, that is a clone. But he is who reported it. Fake Tom Pelissero oh, reported about real DeMar oh, Hamlin. Right, right. Take that for what you will. But in either case, it is surprising, right? Because we saw everything that happened last year on the field. I also want to say that if everybody's cleared him to play and he is able to physically like move around, which he clearly is, and do the work, there's no way they were cutting this guy, right? No way. Like, assuming he's... So it's a medical miracle that he's healthy enough to do it. 
I'm saying there's no way they were going to cut him. They were going to, they're bringing him onto the team this year. And if that means they're, if he can't play, and I don't know, maybe he can, maybe he's great. But I'm just saying, even if he couldn't, I think they would still probably have had him on the roster as a ceremonial gesture. But either way, they were impressed enough with him in training camp to keep him on the roster. So there you go. Good for him. Great story. Uh, Jalen Smith, veteran linebacker for the Saints as of till today, was actually cut by the Saints, according to Ian Rappaport. Uh, that would be, of course, the linebacker that Teddy knows very well. is Dallas Cowboys, former linebacker. Uh, he tore his knee up in his final game at Notre Dame against some team from Central Ohio, whose name escapes me anyway. Who won that game? That was that was the Buckeyes. That's right. Yeah. Top five overall prospect that fell down the draft board after that injury. Had an up-and-down career. Played very well at times for those Cowboys, though. Has also bounced around to the Packers and the Giants and now with the Saints. But he is out of a job. So, again, I want to remind people, this is the lifespan we're talking about of a, a guy who was a top five prospect till that injury hit. That's 2016, and we're now talking about this guy getting cut again. And I don't know. I don't know what his future holds, but... He's had a fairly long career for a guy with that major injury coming into the start of his NFL season. And yet it still feels like, wow, that was just a few years ago that that happened. Nope, it was seven years ago that that occurred, ironically enough. Uh, Von Miller will remain on the pup list to begin the 2023 season. Physically unable to perform due to the ACL tear he suffered during the Thanksgiving game against the Lions. He is not eligible to return until at least week five when the Bills take on the Jags in London. And, of course, he could stay on that list beyond if needed. He had uh, eight sacks, 10 tackles for loss, and 12 quarterback quarterback hits in his 11 games. But he is not going to be available for the Bills games against the Jets, Raiders, Commanders, and Dolphins, at least to start the season. We'll see where he goes from there. Some other cuts that happened today. Some guys whose uh, fathers are more famous than they probably will end up being. Doug Peterson. Uh, was able to be a part of uh, the cuts there in Jacksonville. He's the head coach for the Jags. His son, Josh Peterson, was cut today. <laughs> that had to be an awkward conversation. By the, by the Jags? Yeah. Oh, Josh did, Peterson plays. He was a tight end trying I, to make the team I didn't with realize Jags. that. I didn't either, but that's, uh, you know. Who do you think cuts him, Dad? I mean, I would hope. Like would over, hope. over dinner or at the facility? I would hope that if you're Josh Peterson, your dad is Doug Peterson, you're trying to make the team. Hey, son, come on over for dinner. I would hope it's well, not like, odd. hey, the uh, tight ends coach has to see you. And then you're like, hey, dad, how's it going? He's like, good. Going to that meeting? Yes, I am, dad. All right, great. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> I, just... I put your stuff in a bag. <laughs> it's waiting for you in the car. Yeah, I would hope that's not the case. Also, uh, famous son, well, not famous son, but famous dad, uh, Kurt Warner's kid was trying to make the re- the uh, roster for the Bucks. I didn't realize that. Uh, yeah, apparently that did not happen for a young... What position is he playing? Wide receiver, oddly enough. Cade Warner was attempting to make the, the cut there for the Bucks. Didn't happen. He was dropped today. 6-1 receiver. Tried to earn his spot. Had only two catches for 29 yards throughout the team's three exhibition games. So, not ideal. It's all right. Dad had to do it, right? He's probably saying to his son, like, hey, son, I had to go work at a grocery store. Then I got the call. Yeah, right. After I played arena ball, I'm working in the grocery store. I married Gozer. Like, all these things had to happen for me to finally get the call. Right. So you also have to pay your dues. I've gotten you an interview at the Piggly Wiggly. I would also like to point out that genetics certainly help, right? If you have a a dad who was athletic enough to play in the NFL, maybe you too are a freak athlete. Also, confidence probably not bad and i'm gonna go out on a limb and say 
guy who played backyard catch with Hall of Fame quarterback might have felt pretty good about his ability to snag balls from other quarterbacks because dad's probably like putting it right there in the bread basket every single time. Yeah, He's like, you're right. look at this. I can't. Oh, man, I can catch anything. I'm Randy Moss out here. And it's like reality. Dad just put it on a dime for you every single time. I was, uh, you know, I'm fed all this news. I'm on Google News and you may like this story. And so it was some Tampa Bay Buccaneer website, fan site. And the headline was, maybe Baker Mayfield won't be so bad after all. (laughs) So I clicked on the link and it's just, you know, hey, remember when he did this with the Browns and who's to say this can't happen here? It's everything that you have been talking about for three years. Yeah. They're they're also regurgitating the same crap down there looking for some sliver of hope. Yes. Yes. Because that's all you have with Baker Mayfield is slivers of hope, not mm-hmm. actual, realistic, any type of good hope. Uh, things are not going well for a former five-star recruit. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. Still dealing with an accident, eastbound 670 over 71. That left lane is blocked, and delays have grown to about eight minutes from 315. Also on the east side, 70 between James and 270. It's going to have you seeing red for a good six minutes in this area. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. Join Buffalo Wild Wings for buy one, get one half off traditional wings every Tuesday and buy one, get one free boneless wings every Thursday. Shake up your week with flavor. Buffalo Wild Wings. Let's go sports bar. Valid at our participating locations while supplies last. I'm Stacey J for 97.1 The Fan Track. Best known for their contributions to the fast food breakfast world. This is Man and Bone. Happy Tuesday. I have more prizes to give away. Look at you. Yes, look at me. Prizes everywhere. Caller. Give me a number. You, you say it. You know what? I'm going to go off the board. I'm going to say... Seven. Caller one. Caller, Caller one. one. All right, speedy fingers time. Right in. Let's go. 614-821-9710. Gets two tickets to Buckeye Country Superfest. Buckeye Country Superfest returns to Ohio Stadium on Saturday, June 22nd, 2024. Mm. With Zach Bryan, Billy Strings, Turnpike Troubadours, Charlie Crockett, and more. Wow. I'm excited for more. Yeah. Pre-sale starts Thursday, September 7th at 10 a.m. with pa- with password Yeehaw. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's not real. No, it is. Is that really it? Yes. We're, we're Y-E-E-H-A-W. <laughs> listen. No spaces. Listen. Yeehaw. If you're trying to get in early to Buckeye Country Superfest and you don't already know how to spell Yeehaw, Yeehaw. we shouldn't have to spell it for you. I think that's Yee. that's part of the litmus test for going. Is can you spell yeehaw? Then you can get in early. Uh, things are not working out for a former five star recruit. Uh, this is tight end Eric Gilbert from Nebraska. So he transferred to Nebraska in January. He was looking for um, a waiver. He has not gotten it yet because he has transferred many times. Uh, what he has decided to do during his downtime uh, is get arrested for burglary. He was arrested early this morning at a vape shop in Lincoln, Nebraska, 2 a.m., while carrying a bag containing over $1,600 worth of products from the store. Hmm. That's, that's, a, that's a lot of products. That's a lot of... I mean, I'm, I don't frequent the vape shops, but... It's not so much a problem that he 
if he had purchased sixteen hundred dollars worth of products, no, I mean, he let just him live. Stole it. He was just walking the fact, out. It's theft with it. Yeah, they caught him, and so now he's facing felony burglary charges. Uh, here's the story with this guy. He was the number one tight end prospect in his class. He was the number 10 overall prospect in the class. One of the highest rated tight end prospects of all time. He committed to LSU in 2020. Uh, played there his freshman year. Earned freshman All-SEC honors. Caught 35 passes for 368 yards and two touchdowns and eight starts. So you would think good start for him, right? Yeah. All freshman, SEC. He'll be coming back for his sophomore year, LSU, and do fantastic things. Instead, he decided to transfer after his freshman season. Initially committed to Florida before changing his mind and enrolling at Georgia. However, when he got to Georgia, he left in the middle of fall camp for what Kirby Smart deemed as personal issues. Did not play at all in 2021. Played in three games for Georgia in 2022, but was buried on the depth chart. Only caught two passes for 16 yards and a touchdown last season. And then he said, I'm going to Nebraska. Committed there in January. Tried to find a waiver to play this season. He has not gotten it yet. And now he is arrested at a vape shop. Yeah, this is not not at all... Probably I would I don't know if that affects your ability to get the waiver, but it's probably not helping things. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I really want I to play. It's like, well, you 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 have an outstanding charge for burglary, right? I'm saying they may uh, grant the waiver and then say, oh yeah, but now you're suspended for this. Yeah, I you're just, allowed to play and you're suspended. I uh, I'm not bringing this up. In you know, he should get whatever punishment he deserves there, and that's that's unfortunate that he made those choices, all those things. This is one of those guys, though. If you don't remember him or if you did not look him up, like you said, he was a top 10 prospect coming out of high school. This, Do you know what his measurables were out of high school? This is a tight end. Do you have any idea? what? Well, he, if he's one of the highest tight end prospects of all time, he's got to be a freak show. 6'5", 248 in high school. Right. He is now listed at 6'6", 260. And I'm telling you, if you go look up high school footage of this guy or video or like photos of this dude, you're like, that's an NFL tight end right now. There, no... I'm not saying he could play at that level. I'm not saying he's good enough to do it. This notion that we've had for many, many years that there would not be an NFL interest in high school players long since gone. We talked about this with the Bosa's. We've talked about this with many a player who's come through Ohio State. But Eric Gilbert is one of those guys that if they could have drafted him coming out of high school, he'd have gotten drafted. He, He had all the physical attributes you want. Maybe not as polished of a player as needed to be. I don't know, but... And who knows? Maybe he would never have worked out in the NFL either. But this is a guy who had all the physical ability in the world and and still does. Maybe he'll get a chance to play and we'll see it. Nebraska, speaking of Nebraska, they're going for a record. Uh, the record for women's volleyball attendance. Okay. Right. This story says it will be obliterated on August 30th. When's that? Tomorrow. 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 Yeah. When the Cornhuskers host Nebraska Omaha. On a court erected inside Memorial Stadium, which has a listed capacity of 85,458. But they've put way more than that in that stadium. It will go over 90,000 if they needed to. The biggest crowd to attend a women's sporting event in the United States. We're not talking volleyball. No, 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 no. no. This, the, the volleyball women's record will get obliterated. sporting event yes. is 90,185. 
that was in the Rose Bowl to watch the 1999 World Cup final between the U.S. and China. Yes, it was kind of a big deal. If you if you weren't aware of that, it was huge. And I'm they, just saying they're they're expecting. Oh, they believe they'll sell this out. Yes, they are. This this is a a thing they are trying to do to get this record. I want to say the record for a women's sporting event of any kind in the world was somewhere in the ninety to ninety five thousand people is, range. It is. Uh, 91,648. Barcelona hosted Wolfsburg yep. last April in the UEFA Women's Championship League match. So 91,648 is the global record yeah. for a women's sporting event. This is what Trev Alberts, who's the AD at Nebraska, had to say. Yes, we believe that goal will be attained. I think the number is going to be pushing closer to 95,000. That's awesome. Is what he's saying. Are they selling tickets or giving tickets? I'm not sure. I'm guessing there's probably, it's probably not hard to get in, but listen, giving tickets away. It doesn't, right. It doesn't matter. You, you could, it's a spectacle. Right. I mean, and I know that we've got, is it uh, Chip Dip who listens, who always talks oh about OSU God. women's volleyball? I'm surprised he's OSU not going. Volleyball. Maybe he is. I don't know. Maybe he's part of the 95,000 people who are going to be there. With the volleyball. But and I, this is Chip Dip. Well, that's what I'm telling you though. Like this is, I think a great idea and I'm, I'm sure there will be copycats. There will be other, you know, stadiums that will say, well, we can get more than that in here for whatever sport. Let's pickle break ball. our own. Let's <laughs> pickle ball. Don't, don't. Why? Why? Pickle my pickle. Nope. Nope. No on all accounts. I'm just, I'm happy for, uh, I'm happy for the exposure for women's sports here. I think this is a great thing to do. And it's also a cool idea, man. I, I've not watched a ton of volleyball in my life. I definitely like in high school, I knew friends that played on the volleyball team, went to their games, but I don't know the sport that well. I do find it to be a lot more watchable than lots of other sports that I haven't paid attention to. Like if it was this or badminton, I'm probably, I'm not watching badminton. Sorry. I'm not a big fan of pong personally. I'd watch volleyball over like Olympic pong. I'm I'm down for like Olympic volleyball. I'd go for badminton. Not over, not over volleyball. I wouldn't. I'm saying volleyball I like a lot better than that. I think right. it's a I think it's a pretty interesting sport. Uh Jack's American Pub, a bar in Milwaukee's Lower East Side, is going above and beyond the typical cream city tradition of do, doing doling out, I should say that better, free shots via games of bar dice. They'll be tempting one of America's thirstiest cities slash drunkest with the promise of roughly 4 hours worth of booze throughout the fall. Mm. And it all hinges on former Packers star Aaron Rodgers losing games. I like this idea a lot, actually. I think this is great. Uh, according to an event listing on the bar's Facebook page, every time the four-time MVP and one Super Bowl champion starts and his New York Jets lose, the restaurant will cover your bar tab. This <laughs> I'll tell you, Mattress Mac is like, I'm a little worried about here's your finances the, Here's the fine here. print. Uh, the covered tabs must be opened at least 15 minutes before kickoff and don't include food. The offer only applies if Rodgers is starting and the Jets showdown doesn't coincide with a Packers game, something that's scheduled to happen oh, only four times okay. this season. You also have to be present the entire game to cash in that ticket. Okay, so understanding that, it's not like you could be there watching the Packers and then you just get your tab paid for free if the Jets are playing yes. at the same time. It's... Jets are playing. You're only going there to watch Aaron Rodgers lose, potentially. And then you have to, all your food you're paying for. But whatever booze you drink, that's what they would cover. If you start the tab before, 15 minutes before the 15 minutes game before start. the game, you have to stay for the entire game. Yeah. And the Packers cannot be playing. 
Right. So this has the potential to only happen four times this year. Well, then that's enough reasonable caveats. I think this is kind of a good idea. And I I, I like the idea on its face of just, if you want to come out here and boo this man, we're happy to help with that. Now, I wonder if, you know, you're there, you're, you're, you're following the rules. You opened up your tab 15 minutes before the game starts, right? And you take it easy. At first, yeah, because like, well, you know, if he wins, I got to pay for all this, so sure. I'm not going to go crazy. But let's say they're down like 20 in the I, third quarter. This is the do you just I go nuts? Where it's like, you, what's the most expensive bottle that you have back there? <laughs> Get it for me. Well, I want the saying. whole thing. Yeah, and I know this is the other part of that, right? Bartenders are supposed to monitor the patrons for levels of drunkenness that would exceed safe levels, right? So if you see someone who looks like they're about to pass out. You shouldn't be continuing to serve them. I'm guessing there may be some judgment calls that some of the drunkies may well, disagree I'm, with. At right, this point. that's what I mean. That could start a little problem, right? <laughs> if you come up, and you're I like, was here. I followed the rules. I was here 15 minutes before. Right, but it's like we'll we'll pay for all the beer you've drank and all the booze you've drank. I know it's midway through the third quarter. You've gone through two bottles of Jack, and we're not paying for Jack. Any- well, you know, break what I'm out saying. the Blantons or something, <laughs> sure, baby. Whatever. I'm just saying they may be like at this juncture, we refuse to serve you because we think you're not, you're too drunk to feasibly continue drinking. That that might present some issues, but I'm sure they would cover the tab if that happens. You're right, though. If there's a blowout, you're like in the second quarter and they're down by three touchdowns. Watch out. See, I think you'd want to do it with food and exclude the drinks. Oh, the restaurant, the restaurant. Yeah, it's, of course. I mean, there's a certain limit to how much food you can put away. Yeah, I mean, there's a limit to how much alcohol you can put away, well, too. But if you have a bunch of people with you... That's that's what I mean. I could see a lot of people ordering three appetizers and picking at those, but then each person getting like six or seven drinks. Yeah. And that would be way more expensive to me. <laughs> um, but again, maybe the idea here is we keep you there. You're going to keep eating because you're hungry. You're drinking. You're going to want some food. All right. Maybe the food fills you up. You don't feel like drinking as much. I don't know. I know there are people who would definitely try to game this system and would probably make a few hundred bucks off of it. Don't fill up on that food. We got booze to drink. <laughs> right. That's always a good recipe. Yeah. Empty, st- empty st- stomach. Try to drink as much as you possibly can. That's a good can. idea. Yeah. Uh, I have a fantastic story to share with you coming up next. I don't say that often. It's fantastic. Stick around. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. I'd add a few minutes to your commute this afternoon. Delays close to 10 minutes now if you're traveling 70 between James and 270. You're also going to be seeing brake lights eastbound 70 between Livingston and 33. And on eastbound 33, you have an ETA of about seven minutes to move between Refugee and Ebright. This report is sponsored by O'Charlie's, home of the original chicken tenders. Try O'Charlie's new smash hit burgers with two delicious meaty patties covered with cheese with big beefy flavor. O'Charlie's, oh, that's good. I'm Stacey J for 97.1, the fan track. Yes, we tried unplugging and then plugging them back in. It didn't help. This is Man and Bone. Happy Tuesday. So glad you're here. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Coming up at 4.34. Game show in the 5 o'clock hour. What is the game this week, Boner? Uh, This week, the game is stand-up comedy trivia. I'm going to give you a joke from a stand-up comedian. I'll give you two comics names, and you tell me which one made the joke. All right, quickly, I want to tell you what's coming up tonight here on The Fan. Good. Because we've got a jam-packed lineup. Jammed. So it's the Buckeye Show at 6. I am. 
11 Warriors Radio Hour at 8. Nothing for that? Jam. Inside the Crew at 9. Jam. Kevin Stefanski Show at 10. Jam. And then a special, special edition of Perverted. Oh, at what's, 11 what's coming up tonight on 11 at uh, at 11 on Perverted? It's the Hurricane edition. You know, they got the Hurricane coming to Florida. Oh, do they? And I so now Teddy's going to tell you what you can do with your partner when you're trapped and have no power and can't go anywhere. Oh, maybe you're on the roof waiting for rescue teams to arrive. What do you do? Just sit there and stare at the sky? Well, or do you fold into each other each other's arms and embrace in ecstasy. I was going to say, I mean, if you're trying to get the attention of rescuers, that might draw some eyeballs. Yes, that's right. They're like, Bill, I know we've got that old lady over there on the top of the nursing those, those home, but you see these skating on the here. roof. We got to get them up here to find out what's happening. Let's help them out. I mean, she's Actually, bent over they the chimney. They don't need any help, it looks like, but what the hell? I want a closer look. Let's get down there. <laughs> All right. Independent Baseball League. This is the Frontier League. The game was between the New York Boulders and the Tri-City Valley Cats. This was on Sunday, all right? Uh, the manager of one of these teams, which team is it? The Tri-City Valley Cats, I hope, because that sounded like a great team name. I think it's the Valley Cats. Anyway, Pete Incavilia, former oh. Major League Baseball player, is the manager. So here's what happened. Uh, one team went to the umpire, first base umpire, and said, hey, uh, I think it was Pete and Cavilia went to the umpire and said, hey, umpire guy, uh, we think the boulders are cheating right now. Ooh. They've got a camera in center field, and they're using that camera to cheat. This is Houston Astros Frontier League. Mm-hmm. All right? And the way they would settle it in the old frontier is someone's getting shot. Right. They would have paces, pistols, turnaround, best man wins. Right. So then the first base umpire said, you know what? I think you're right, Pete Incavilia. That's a phrase I say all the time. I think you're, I right, think you're right, Pete Incavilia. <laughs> Shut down that camera in center field. John, John Taffer walked out in the field and said, Shut it down! Shut it down. Shut down that camera. Well, one of the players on the team that was supposedly cheating had a problem with that. So he got into it with the umpire. Mm. Okay? So they started jawing in each other's face. The player, the umpire, jawing. Apparently... The umpire initiated physical contact with the player and when that was then tossed out of his own game by one of the other umpires. Oh, really? Yes. One of the other umpires said, wait, wait a minute, dude. You can't just go and physically assault one of the players. I don't care how bad this argument is. You're out of here. You're fired. I like this. I like this a lot. So that umpire had to leave through the center field fence right behind the camera that he had shut out, shut off. That's right. Right. The umpire had to leave, went to his car. They then said, we don't have enough umpires to ump this game. Oh, Lou lives down the street. Oh, he's an umpire. Call Lou and see what he's doing and see if he can come down here and ump the game. So Lou gets a call at home. It's always good when you need an umpire and the guy you want to umpire is currently not umpiring because his name presumably he's not in high demand is Lou Deloise Dom's brother. Sure. Yeah. Lou Deloise. He was at home cooking lunch. <laughs> Got the call. What time was this game? Hey, what do you need? 
Uh, we need you to ump the game. Bring your gear. Come on down to the stadium. We're right down the street. Also, what are you cooking? Can you bring some of that for right. everyone? Bring We're kind of hungry. Bring a shish kebab yeah. with you. <laughs> and so then Lou wound up coming to the game, putting on his gear, umpiring the game. So you had umpire tossed from the game for striking yes. one of the players. Yes. You had cheating allegations where Pete Incavelia mm-hmm. <laughs> said, turn off that center field camera, Houston Astros. This resulted in a 61-minute well, delay. I, I was going to say, if someone is the umpire, let's say he's in the stands, and you're like, hey, man, we've got gear downstairs, but you're going to need to put that on and become the umpire, maybe it's a 10-minute delay, 15-minute delay at 60, most. 61 minutes. When you have to go call a guy who lives in the area, and that guy is, like you said, making lunch, I one of my biggest pet peeves in life is when I am running late like that feeling you have of like every second that passes, you're like, I'm late. I know I'm late. This sucks. In this case, it's not that guy's fault. No, it's not his fault. As a matter of fact, I would finish the sandwich. Right. I would say, you know what? They can wait for me. Mm-hmm. I'm making my lunch. It's a Sunday. I'm going to sit here. I'm eat my sandwich and I'll get my stuff and I'll go, but I'm not going to be in a rush. I would just feel like, again, what if you say no? Can you say no? I guess you could. I mean, it's the Frontier League, right? I mean, what are they going to do? I, I don't know. But Pete and Cavillia, you can't let him down. Does he drive over to your house and kick your ass? How long if, did Pete play in the bigs, Teddy? I mean, like it was over he a, a decade, right? I feel like he was there for a while. He was yeah. There for a while. He knows what it's like. The Boulders went on to win the game two to one. Uh, per the local newspaper, there was a minor scrum between the two teams near the home dugout after the conclusion of the game. I'm sure this there was. A, this is a well done thing. And there. then a fat White Sox fan <laughs> took a gun out of her fupa <laughs> and shot everybody. <laughs> If you missed that earlier, <laughs> yes. there was a situation a few days back where two people were shot at a White Sox game, and they didn't know where the bullet came from. If it was inside the park, if it was a stray bullet from outside the park in the neighborhood that just happened to go inside the park, nobody had any answers. Well, apparently now we have answers. One of the women who was shot snuck a gun into the ballpark in her fat rolls <laughs> It went off Man. during the game unintentionally, shot her and the person sitting next to her. I would like to point this out. Well, it's like, well, my team's worse than yours. Let me talk to you about my White Sox fandom. All right? Mm. Yeah. One of my earliest memories of being a White Sox fan was the owner threatening to move to Tampa. Yeah, okay. that's was, right. That's a long time we're ago. moving to Tampa. You give me a new ballpark, you pay for it, or we're moving. I mean, they actually had to turn off the clocks at the State House in Springfield, Illinois, because the deadline had come and gone. They turned off the clocks <laughs> so this deal could get done. The moving trucks were ready to go. They were going to be the Tampa Bay White Sox. All right? What a world. So then they build that ballpark. They managed to get that deal done. As soon as that ballpark was built, it's, can you believe how ugly this ballpark is? Right. As soon as it was built, oh, and then Camden Yards came around one year later, and they're like, why didn't we do that? We should have done that instead of making this crap. Anyway, nobody cares, nobody cares, nobody cares. Uh, First base coach is stabbed. Kansas City Royals first base coach, Tom Gamboa. Stabbed couple on Sox the field. Jumped out of the stands. By White Father Sox son. fans. Father son. Father son. That's right. It's a good bonding activity. Yeah. Uh, umpire was attacked on the field. At a, this is all in the same season. <laughs> at a White Sox game. This team 
finally wins the World Series, but then instantly is forgotten about by everyone who's not a White Sox fan. Yes. Famously, when the Cubs were playing the Guardians back in the World Series in 2016, was that? That was one of those things you kept hearing. City of Chicago. First World Series game in the city of Chicago since (laughs) 1919. No, it's not. (laughs) White Sox won the World Series. Like 10 years before that. Yes. No one even thought about it. 2005. Right. We had a World Series winning team in this city. There wasn't a World Series game at Wrigley, if you want to say that. That's different. But you didn't say that. You said... Where are the White Sox? You said Chicago. So now, and by the way, since then, teams made the postseason twice. 2005 to now. Well, they obviously have been through like three twice. different regimes. No, They've hired new same, front office. It's all the same people. Up until this year. Um, woman sneaks in a gun in the FUPA. Yeah. Uh, owner is now, old man owner is now saying this ballpark that I threatened you to build. Yeah. If you don't give me something else, when this lease is up, I may move to Nashville. That's the new wrinkle. I, you know what? Pack up and go. Hell with you. <laughs> yeah, I think there are a lot of Sox fans that probably would join no, you. They're like, you. I don't care. I could see a line of people formed at Guaranteed Rate Field. To help them pack. Who would say, go. Where, we've got tape and boxes. We're Done here. We will label it for you. Disgusting franchise. Rapid Fire is next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. It's a jam-packed Tuesday on the roads. Watch out for an accident. Eastbound 670 over 71. You're looking at a six-minute delay from 33. Also giving you problems. Westbound 670 after 71. There's an accident on the left firm. Now emergency vehicles are on scene assisting, so it's going to have you tapping the brakes from Leonard. This report is sponsored by AutoZone. Get in the zone. Starting stronger starts at AutoZone, where they've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone, AutoZone. I'm Stacey J for 97.1 The Fan Trend. No Desmond Howard death wishes since 2012. This is Man and Bone. Happy Tuesday. What do I still have to do? Plenty. Got a whole show left. Hour and a half. No, but I mean sponsor-wise, so Teddy. What did I do? I did I did podcast. I did Hinderer. How about some sports gambling? I gave away, oh, Ooh, yes. Yeah, hey, you know what? That? Teddy loves himself some sports gambling. If you love yourself some sports gambling, go see our friends at Hollywood Casino Columbus. They have a brand new state-of-the-art sports book right there inside the full-service casino. Slots, they got it. Food, oh, yeah. they got it. Bocce ball in the parking lot? No. They don't got it. They're working on it. Maybe you're working on that. I'm working on it. Yeah. That'd be fun, I think. Why not? Bet on bocce ball? I mean, I don't know what... I mean, that's what my relatives used to do. Yeah, fair enough. They had little shots of Zambuca, and they would bet on uh, bocce ball. Well, I don't know if they're they're not going to have any of that, but what they will have is the best sports book you're going to find anywhere, so you might as well go check it out, Hollywood Casino. right. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Sponsored by Custom Air. Custom Air. Custom solutions. Custom comfort. All right, Teddy. Rapid fire number one. Will Georgia do what hasn't happened in almost 90 years and pull off the three-peat this year? Uh, no. I. We had him last year, yeah. Teddy. Thanks for bringing that back up again. We had him. Should have been over. Should have been the Buckeyes playing TCU for the national championship. Instead, Stetson Bennett, arrogant SOB, 
Got another one, but he gone this year. It is a new quarterback. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. The number one team in the country, my answer is no. No, no they're not going to do it. I'm going to say the odds are not in their favor, given it hasn't happened in a very long time, and given that the level of college football competitiveness is very high right now. Do you now. know the last team to do it? Three-peat national championship. I mean, I do because I have the same sheet that you do, but go ahead. Tell me, tell the people. I don't know. You couldn't just play along. No. And pretend like I actually knew like, something. No, I'm not going to pretend like you researched this when you didn't. The Minnesota Golden Gophers, everybody knows it. 1934 to 1936. That's right. 34, 35, 36. Rimmer was in high school. It's a good time. T.J. Fleck was but a speck in his daddy's eye. Actually, in his granddaddy's eye. Probably was a a while ago, yeah. Uh, Rapid fire number two. Which team outside the top ten has the best chance to make the college football playoffs? Didn't we do this last week or I feel like we did it ago? No, or? I did it to where what team in the top 10 won't finish oh, in right. the top 25. There we go. So what right. what's, what's, t- what's the question again? What team that's outside the top 10 has the best chance to make the playoffs? All right. Um, outside the top 10. Uh, Texas is 11. I'll say Texas. You know what? I was, I'm not going to say that. I would say maybe Tennessee continues to be good, although obviously when they lost Hendon Hooker last year, they were not nearly as good. Maybe this year that changes. I don't know. Um, you know what? Just because too, they didn't look terrible in their first week out, and we know... Embrace debate! Everybody wants Let's to argue. see this happen. Notre Dame. Everybody wants Notre Dame to be in the college football playoffs. I, I don't. No, but the yeah. people who vote on stuff like that, I'm sure the selection committee would love to have Notre Dame in there if they could. And I'm just saying, if they are any level of good... They give the Buckeyes a tough game, something like that. Maybe Notre Dame sneaks in with the one loss type of thing. Rapid fire number three. Besides the Ohio State game, which team or game are you most interested in checking out this week? I got I a couple. Know. I got a couple for you. All right, go. Tomorrow night, or actually today's Tuesday, Thursday night, Florida travels to play Utah in Salt Lake City. Oh, you know what? That's the Urban Meyer Bowl. Yeah, I'd watch that. I like that. I'm, I'm excited that. about that. Um, the other game I will watch, there, I'll... I'll check in on Meat Chicken on the Peacock. That's East Carolina. It's not that I think they're any good. I'm just saying I will I'll check in to see how Michigan looks for a couple couple plays. Colorado TCU I'm watching. See the Deion yeah, Sanders. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, Circus. I'll watch that. Um, yeah, that's probably where I would. Those are the ones I'm this most interested is called in. Who's playing with Common Man and T-Bone? Because <laughs> right. I had no idea. Well, there you go. Uh, rapid fire number four. Well, USC's Caleb Williams win the Heisman again this year and become only the second player to win two Heisman trophies. No. Stop no. asking me these dumb questions. Are they going to three-peat? Are we going to have a two-time Heisman winner? No. No. Archie will go on forever as the only two-time Heisman trophy winner. Don't go jinxing him. I'm just saying. No, I'm not jinxing anything. First of all, I don't believe in jinxes. Okay, good. Uh, I'm jinxing them. That's why I'm putting it out there. I see. I got you. I'll tell you this, though, with Caleb Williams, my reason for thinking he won't do it is simply because they raise the bar so much to vote you in a second time. There's there's this thing with college football voters, with the Heisman voters. I think they genuinely are like, all right, you've got to have more yardage and more he's, touchdowns. He's got to be far and away. Yes. The best quarterback in college. Maybe the best quarterback we've seen in 20 years in college football and USC has to be playing for a national championship. You have two things. Here's the other thing working against them. Seriously. I think there are a lot of people in college football who want to see someone not a that's not a quarterback and not a running back go win this thing. And you have a guy in Marvin Harrison Jr. who is talented enough 
with a quarterback situation still up in the air. But while that's getting sorted out, if he's just putting up numbers and he's getting all kinds of you know stats coming his way, making highlight real catches, he'll be a favorite. And then how that sustains throughout the year, there's two things that I think work against Caleb Williams in that way, and that's one of them. Rapid fire number five. If you could pick an instrumental music selection that would play every time you enter a room, then what are you picking? Are we talking what, like... What does that mean? Like no lyrics? Is that what that means? Instrumental. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like say, hey, here comes a T-Bone and it's the Imperial March or something like that. Well, know? I was actually going to say the opening salvo from the Star Wars films that plays right when the you know galaxy oh, okay. long... Yeah, yeah. In a galaxy far, far away, right after that... It, like that music would be pretty great. All John right, Williams I, I for the will win. Do, um, Hans Zimmer. You go on Spotify or wherever you get your music. The Gladiator soundtrack, track number three on the original Gladiator soundtrack. Hmm. There is. I don't care if you don't like classical music. There's no way that you can't listen to that and be ready for battle. Can it's I, awesome. Can I ask a question? Maybe it what? isn't the term. Hans Zimmer is alive, correct? Yes. Making music still. Um, why do we call his stuff classical? Right? I mean, it's. I know what you mean. When you say that, I instantly well, know what you mean. Style of music. Yeah, but I'm saying like he's making... Like I would assume... I always thought classical music was like Beethoven or stuff, you know, from Mozart where it's the guy... It's It was classical because right, it well, is classical. Bone, you know, we always talk about solutions. What would you like to call it? Orchestra music. <laughs> Orchestra music. I got it. I got it. Is that not what they call? I don't know what All they right. call that. I don't know. Music played by orchestras. Got rock it. music is played by rock bands, right? Rap music is played by rappers I and wish, I wish rap musicians, I would say. It it's like 13 minutes long, though. Boy, that's going to be a hell of a... It's like Mike has entered the room. Oh, look at, look at Teddy. Mike has entered the room. It's a slow build, Teddy. Good Lord. You want a slow build it's when a, you walk in? It's a slow build. Oh, Why? are you kidding? This is dumb. I'm getting ready. Getting ready for what? I'm getting ready to you, behead we're, you. We're ready to have a meeting. And it's like Mike has now entered the room with his instrumental music. And That's the, right. And the chariots. I'm going to take my time. The chariots are following him in, I guess. I'm going to have a big 13-minute entrance with pyro and I people so. draping me in robes. Actually, I think I went the wrong way on this because I could have definitely done a lot of wrestler intros. That would have been pretty good. Glass Break and Stone well, Cold Stone would have Cold, been pretty nice. I'd have taken that. But Urban has had that music. We gave that to Urban Meyer. Well, I can rescind it. I gave it to him. I can take it back, can't I? Sure. I'll, I'll take it for me now. I want it. Why don't you do me a favor tonight? To gather the family around. Not yes. you. Other people. Gather the family around. Gather the family around. So, track number three from the Gladiator soundtrack. Yes. Clear out. Tell all the kids to shut up. Clear your entire evening out. Take their phones away. Listen, you're going to be. It's seven hours of music here, folks. Get ready. It will eventually get to a it's good thir- part. It's 13 minutes It'll of your life. It will eventually get to a good 13 part. 13 minutes of your life. Oh, there's, uh, that's someone singing. This is not no, instrumental. Come Sorry. On. Get, out a little get out of here. Get out of here. It's a little moaning. Get out of here. No, it's not real. No, it's that's How music. How would you put that's that singing. in the lyric sheet? That's singing. Oh, just a bunch of yeah. O's there. Ominous chanting. That's not orchestra music. All right. Fat Boy Food Tip. Does Coming it ever, up next. Does it ever get good, by the way? When oh, is I'm the good part? I'm going to punch you right in the sack. I'm waiting for the good part. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grand View Browns Backers.
Vehicle facing the wrong direction if you're northbound 315 after Broadway. An accident on the right berm has a car facing the wrong way. Gawkers could slow things down here. And watch out for an object in the road along the west outer belt. That's eastbound 270 before 62. You're going to be dodging some tire debris, so use caution. This report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Feel confident in your pet's safety while experiencing the the convenience of Invisible, Invisible Fence brand. It's more than a fence. Their patented technology is paired with professional training and hands-on support. So you have the assurance that they're safe within your yard. Visit InvisibleFence.com today to learn more. I'm Stacey J for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. The only thing harder than common man's arteries is T-Bone thinking about a red-bellied woodpecker. This is Man and Bone. Happy Tuesday. Game show coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. What's the game, Boner? We're going to do stand-up comedy trivia where I'm going to give you a stand-up co- a joke from a stand-up comedian. You tell me which comic said it. Uh, here's a fat boy food tip for you. I stole this yep. from Craig on Twitter. Okay, He tweeted us this yesterday. This is from McDonald's in Australia. I have long said that international McDonald's have all the fun stuff. They rarely give us anything fun. They take us for granted. We're their number one audience. We're where they were born, right? Yeah. All their innovative products and interesting burgers and breakfast flavors, they all go to other countries, and it's not fair. I agree with you. They need to fix that. And even, get- even if you're saying this is crafted for another population, throw us a special one once in a while. Well, who's to say that people from all over the world don't live in the United States? And if you did craft something, maybe that you're like, you know, in this area of the world, this is a very popular delicacy. Great. Yeah. Become the McDonald's of the world to the United States where we get, just have a section on the menu. This month featured international this, item. This is a huge item in Indonesia. Yeah. And we're going to feature it here at American McDonald's. And maybe it doesn't do well and you have to eat all that product. Too bad. All right. Well, there's no way that this thing would not do well. Oh, at I least know. with the people on this show. Oh, we we I'd, I'd be running there for this. I'd go there every day. This is called the Big Brekkie Burger. Yeah, this is at McDonald's in Australia. You know that because they said Brekkie, which is very an Aussie way of saying breakfast. There's only one thing wrong with this. And in my opinion, the one thing wrong with it is that it's only a breakfast item. Yes. It's available until 1030 and that's it. This to me should be an all day item. This I, screams all day. Please get tell people what this All is. Right. It's so good. It starts, this is their description. It starts with a warm, crisp hash brown. Oh, that's, we're off First to a of great all, start. First of all, it's sesame seed bun. It's not like the hash brown is the bun. So sesame seed bun, melting cheese, mm. rasher bacon, which is code for bacon, a freshly cracked egg, finished with a 100% Aussie beef patty, mm. And a generous dollop of barbecue sauce. Listen to me, Jen Winters. Because <laughs> I saw what she... What did Jen say? Jen said, "This is you had me until barbecue sauce. I'm like, had me until barbecue okay. sauce. That's the best part of this. Jen Winters also doesn't like steak. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that. She doesn't okay. like steak because she Never doesn't mind. like the texture of meat. That's fine. Well, th- that's no, fine. No, it's not fine. Jail. No. No, <laughs> go to jail. You're allowed to be vegetarian for whatever it's worth if that's what you are. I'm all for vegetarianism if it's because I don't want to kill things. Hers is, I don't like the way this steak tastes in <laughs> well, my mouth. she doesn't like it, then she doesn't no, like it. There's that's no fine. normal person who doesn't like the way tastes, <laughs> steak tastes. Get out of here. <laughs> Philosophically, I understand how you don't want to encourage the murdering of cows. Mm. I get that. I see. But even vegetarians, I assume, would say, man, that's delicious. 
I just can't eat it because I don't believe in exactly. that. I think that's wrong to do. Okay, fair point. All I know is that nothing about that sounded bad, and you're right. How is that a breakfast-only item? That's all day. That Yes, morning, noon, night, whenever mm. you're open, I'm McDonald's should have that. It. It's like porn. Can I ask this? Do we think it's because, because you know, the McDonald's is headquartered here. Yeah. But I presume they have an Australian headquarters for McDonald's. They have field offices all over the world, sure. I presume. Yeah. And they probably have people working in those offices who come up with things for the local market that they say, you know, we think this would do really well here, given the foods we have in this area, given what people like here. Is it possible that they've developed an item in Australia? And then the corporate chefs here in McDonald's America are like, well, it is pretty good, but we're not ever going to say some, we're not going to take something from Australia and put it up here on the big leagues, right? Is there some arrogance from the corporate chefs? Put it chefs? here in the big well, leagues. Well, I'm saying, I wonder if the American chefs are like, that's fine. We're not taking something from the outposts of Australia. We have to come up with all the stuff. We're Listen, America. We're the founding country of this. We are aware that McDonald's corporate listens to this show. Yes, because we were responsible for bringing the, back the breakfast bagel sandwiches. That is not we were sent a lie. Notification of that That's when truth. it happened. Yeah, so we know they're listening. They like to try out their new products with us. They dropped off the new Big Macs with the cheese sauce and the bacon, which was very good. And it was very good. I enjoyed the cheese it. sauce and the jalapenos. Yes, too. yeah. But what I would like to do, and I'm going to speak for you because I think that you would also like to do this. Uh, we want to be your directors of innovation. Mm-hmm. at mcdonald's yep you know we work closely with the corporate chefs we figure out what should be special items you know how to improve things a little bit you know you got a lot of corporate bean counters i'm sure doing that work right now with advanced degrees that have maybe been in the company for a long time but are you truly truly recognizing the voice of your number one customers the fat asses out there that's right because we have a lot of insight for you mm-hmm. and you know what I would just do it for an internship. Oh, yeah. You can Same. just pay me in gift cards. Well, I mean, let's be honest. We'd, we'd do it for the power. I don't, I don't. The money would be nice, too, but I'm saying I want the influence over McDonald's menu. I'll tell you what. Give me a day where you and I go down there and they say, here are all the ingredients laid out. Here are buns. Here are burgers. Here's the cheese. Yeah, we're not going to recommend things you don't already have. No, like, hey, saying, avocado, freshly sliced. No. This is all stuff you have. I'm going to take stuff and experiment and come up with great combos of foods that maybe you guys just haven't done yet. And I'm going to say, like, again, hash brown on a quarter pounder would have been the first thing I would have said to do. I don't know why that's not. Add a hash brown to any burger we have. I don't know if you want it on a fish filet. If you want it on a filet of fish, go right ahead. I don't know how that tastes, but we'll do it for you because we're McDonald's and we will put a hash brown on anything. Hi, we're the hash brown folks. We're McDonald's. Don't you think that'd be a good little initiative to sell all your little hash browns? I mean, I know you got potatoes coming out the yin-yang. You got to have plenty of hash browns. Let's under, go. It's an underused word. Coming out the yin-yang? <laughs> yin-yang. That's, I like that. I That's what I was Let's always put that on a kid. t-shirt. <laughs> coming out the yin-yang. Yeah, you got a lot of potatoes. So I'm saying. Years old. I know. Coming out the yin-yang. Yeah, that's right. Uh, what's next? What are we doing? Oh, know. you know what? It's someone's birthday. I want to wish someone a very, very happy birthday. This is an influential person in the world of sports and religion. Oh. How about that? Okay, I'm very that's curious. A, that's a tease. Well, I know it's not Tim Tebow because I know his birthday. It's not today. No, but he would also fit that category. He would. Anyway, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. 
Fan Traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. A couple new accidents popped up northbound state at 270. Accident on the right berm causing a six-minute delay from Dempsey. And a disabled semi causing problems southbound 62 before home. That left lane is blocked and you're hitting the brakes from Hyde. And a big delay on eastbound 70 between 33 and Bryce. It's going to set you back about 13 minutes here. This report is sponsored by O'Charlie's, home of the original chicken tenders. Try O'Charlie's new smash hit burgers with two delicious meaty patties covered with cheese with big beefy flavor. O'Charlie's, oh, that's good. I'm Stacey J. For 97.1, the fan track. We did the math. Common Man has hosted over 5,000 shows on the fan. Three of them have been halfway decent. Here's Man and Bone. All right, I got some stuff for you. You ready? Right. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, a single ticket to see Lionel Messi in Los Angeles mm-hmm. is going on the secondary market for around $800. Oh. To put that in perspective, that is more than season tickets to the Rams. Now, Look at it's that. not the best season tickets. It's in the bleeders. But well, still, one game to see Lionel Messi play soccer or an entire season of watching the Rams play football, that's a pretty hot ticket. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm telling you, people are excited to see this guy play in the U.S. I mean, next year, you have the All-Star game here. Mm-hmm. That will be one of the hottest tickets you can... Assuming he's healthy and is playing in it, it will be one of the hardest to get tickets ever in this city. I am telling you, it will cost you more to get a ticket to see Lionel Messi play than any OSU-Michigan game you've ever tried to get tickets to. I'm not I'm not joking. One versus two. Name your, name your OSU-Michigan game. The tickets for that game will be harder to get. There's fewer of them, one. And he's Lionel Messi. People will come in from all over the U.S. to watch this game, assuming he plays. That is, you know, that's just facts. That's just how popular and important this guy is to the world of soccer. If you're not a soccer fan, I get it. There are a lot of people who are, is my point. And they'll come in for the All-Star game. Yes, of course. But, I, I mean, it does put things in perspective when you think people are paying more than a season ticket price to see a guy play one game. And who knows? Atlanta, or uh, not Atlanta fans, New York. He was playing the New York Red Bulls this past weekend. And they've had a bit of a, a, a busy schedule, so he didn't start the game. And the fans all around the stadium, they're in New York. The fans all around the stadium are chanting, we want Messi, we want Messi. He didn't come into the 60th minute and then, of course, scored a... He scored, the, like I think, the game-winning goal or a goal at the end of the game. But the point is, he is a phenomenon that has been a phenomenon for 20 years. People are very ready to see him in the United States. Uh, crew are in action tomorrow night. It's been a while since they've had a Wednesday game in Major League Soccer play. Mm-hmm. And so they will be in Houston tomorrow night. Yeah, big game. They need to keep stacking up points. Houston is a playoff team in the West. They're they're not bad. So this will be a tough test. And it's also... A million he, degrees? Well, this is something that for years when... I don't think the last couple of years... I'm trying to remember if we went to Houston the last few years. But typically when the crew gets scheduled to go to Houston, it's in like July or August. And it's the hottest day of the year in Houston when they play the game. So... I don't know what the weather is tomorrow in Houston, but I'm guessing it's going to be one of their hotter days. Well, I don't ever. think it's going to be cool. I'm just saying that's how it usually works out. The crew usually Houston get the away leg in the summer weather. Uh, well, so that's t- tomorrow. Yeah. Now, again, the good part about Houston is that it's never humid. Never humid. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, 
it's always humid. <laughs> it's always so so this is not yeah. like Phoenix where it's like, oh my God, look how hot it is. But it's a dry heat, whatever the hell this that means. humid Houston. This is humid Houston. High temperature tomorrow. By the way, not a cloud in the sky. Just a big giant sun. Mm-hmm. 101. Oh God. You'll have guys dropping. Oh, they dead. will. They will. No, no joke. They will do. I'm sure they will do mandated water breaks. They have to. Through. Yeah, this will be one of those games where also they just stop. Also, for Houston, playing. it's in drought. Red flag, fire warning. Also in Houston. Uh, for what it's worth, I saw this from Major League Soccer today. The crew they do every every week. They do power rankings after the last week's results based on the team's you know form. Lots of leagues do this, right? We see it on ESPN. MLS does their own power rankings. Uh, they have FC Cincinnati, number one. They've been the best team all year. They had a 3 nothing win over the weekend. Not a surprise. Philadelphia Union, 3-1 win at D.C. They're, they've also been very good this year. Third in the power rankings, your Columbus crew. Right. I'm just telling you, it ain't just us saying it, that this is a team that's come back playing really well since the break. They're playing great. And I would like to point out that team that we just talked about with Inter-Miami that has Lionel Messi on it, behind the crew, fourth. So, even though they're last place in the standings, well, they're last the place East, in the right? standings. They're well, actually, they passed Toronto because the crew helped them with that. Right. But yeah, I mean, Miami's got a little bit of ground to catch up to make the playoffs. But I don't doubt that they'll come very close to making it if they don't. I'm I'm guessing they'll make the playoffs uh, tomorrow night, eight thirty, right here on the fan. The NFL has teamed up with WWE to sell team branded championship belts. Okay, sure. That's you know, been a thing. Is you know. Having a WWE championship belt and passing it around, you hit a home run, you win something significant, you break out the belt. So WWE and NFL said, let's team up and sell some merchandise and you can buy your favorite NFL team's belt. Shockingly, they are not selling this in Jacksonville. I don't know why I said it like that. Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Um, and could it be because the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars is also the, his son, is the principal owner of All Elite Wrestling. AEW, which is the... The competition for WWE. Right. Now... That has to be the reason. Fanatics, people were pointing this out. Fanatics runs the team store for the NFL now. And so someone tweeted this at Fanatics and said, wow, that's interesting. Those went quick because I guess they're not on the website. And Fanatics posted was like, well, yeah, these were more popular than expected. They sold out pretty quick. Be looking next week for when we post the next pre-order, whatever. And it's like, I, I don't believe you. I'm sorry. I don't. I'm sure they are popular. I'm guessing most Jags fans were not like dying to get one of these. But even if they were, I'm guessing the Jags probably caught up and said, sorry, we don't want to be a part of giving more money to Vince McMahon. We're fine if the rest of the league wants to do it. You can sell it on the league website if you want to, maybe, but we're not selling it on our website, and, and we're not being a part of it. All right, here's something else for you. It's a very important day. Well, this was a couple days ago, but still. Uh, famous sports nun. That's a good way to start. Well, I mean, how would you describe her? Well, she is. She's she a, is a famous she's a nun. sports nun. A nun who is famous because of sports. Sister Jean, who was made famous when Loyola Chicago went to, was it the Elite? Was it the Final Four they go to? Or the Elite Eight. Is it all the way to the Final Four? I know they made it quite a ways, yeah. Anyway, Sister Jean, the old nun, she was there. She continues to be there. She can't really walk anymore. She's in a wheelchair. But she threw out the first pitch at Wrigley Field last night from the wheelchair. Uh, She's 104. My gosh. Turned 104. She looks every bit physically of 104. But she is out there. 
She's throwing a first pitch. She had a smile on her face the entire time. Who the hell cares if the first pitch went about three feet? Doesn't matter. She's out there. And afterwards, she tweeted. I I don't... Do you think Sister Jean has people? I think she has. Or do you think has, she's think, tweeting? No, I think she has people. I think the... Listen. I think the school knows she's good for business. This is me being very cynical. So maybe okay. I'm wrong. I think the school knows she's good I for business. I think she breaks out her phone. I think starts that, tweeting. Well, what I'm saying is I bet you the school wants to highlight positive things, right? And, and Sister Jean is certainly a positive... Maybe she's not the most tech-savvy person in the world. Maybe she is. I don't know her. But all I'm saying is if she's not, and they say, hey, would you mind if we post some things that you have to say on social media? Are you okay with that? And she says, yes. I wouldn't surprise me if they have an enterprising you know, student media group that oversees such things. It might have someone on a phone taking her thoughts and posting them for people to see. Uh, she tweeted afterwards, or someone associated with her tweeted afterwards, she's having Tommy John surgery tomorrow. <laughs> Nice little joke there. That's good. Sister Jean out there doing the thing. She also ended the tweet with my new phrase to end conversation. Hmm. God bless. Oh, I've started doing this. My wife makes fun of me. Well, I've said that I need something new. And, you know, I'm of the age where my walk has changed. I got sort of like the old man pace. I've noticed that when I walk past a reflective window or something oh, like that slow now it's, it's not slow it's just my gait has changed really yeah and it's not i'm in pain there's none of that it's just i don't walk the same way that i did when i was 20 and so i figured i need something else in my conversation so now what i do is you know it's not like i look someone deep in the eye and say may you have a blessed day no but it's just sort of like a little tick now where i end every every conversation i have with somebody's hey Hey, all right. See you later. God bless. Really? Have a good one. God bless. Oh, uh, you know, I, here's what I'm doing. I'm not, that wasn't a thing I'm planned. I just noticed whenever I get off the phone with someone, I'll say, take care. Okay. Well, well that's, that's probably, another thing. That's probably similar it's to what same, you're talking about. Same sort of I don't even sense there, meaning. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't mean, I, I guess what I'm saying is I don't give it a conscious thought. I didn't, I didn't add it to the repertoire like you did. But it's something that's been there for me is nine times out of 10, I'll say, all right, yep, got it. All right, take care. And then that's how I get off the phone. To be clear, uh, I don't even, I don't care if God blesses you. No, I got I don't care about any of it. I just think it's a nice little way to end end the conversation. Yeah. God bless. I've always thought that God bless can be used in, it's one of the more vicious ways we can use that term. Like one of the, like using the name of the Lord, you could actually use it quite viciously with someone's like, hey. I don't know what they're doing. I think they're screwing up their life. Hey, Whatever. God, God bless. bless. Right. God, it's God just, bless yeah, it's just like, God bless. I don't know. It's not my problem. Like, it's a flippant way of saying, I leave it to God. I think the uh, a term in Spanish culture is Dios le bendiga. God go with you, which is, I think, sometimes used for real. But I also think sometimes it's like, hey, man, I don't know. Dios le bendiga. Like, let let God take care of and it I, at this I point. Think, I think it's different regionally. Like when I where I grew up, it was you know all the older guys sort of gave you a God bless, and that was the end of that. You go to the South, and it's more bless your heart. Oh sure, bless right. your heart it also means like oh you're stupid, but you don't that's, know you're that's stupid. That's usually said. Bless your heart. It's not at the end of every conversation. It's it is specifically used as a weapon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think how else do we use? I mean, we have bless you when you sneeze. That's just. That's really lost all meaning, I think, at this point, right? Oh, Is there yeah, any religious I, connotation to God bless you? I feel like what most people want to say when they say bless you is 
Jeez. Like, get it under control, <laughs> idiot. Chase, wrong with you. Why are you sneezing so much? That's not fair. You can't control when you have to sneeze. That's <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Thank you, Paul Keels. I think that's what most people are doing, though, when, they're so, when you hear someone go, That's quite a honk you. you got there. Especially, My God. I've heard people do it, too, where it'll be like, oh, bless you. Oh, are you okay? And it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. And then other people are like, bless you. Like, enough. Stop. Go outside and sneeze if you have to. But then, you know, if you sneeze and you, you don't get it from anybody... That's oh, so then, disrespectful. Then you feel like, am I just, do I not work here anymore? Right. Am I, is this how they tell you that you've been let go? I don't know. Excuse me. Thank you. Not a part of the team. Uh, can you make $10 million by selling one alcoholic beverage? That's a hell of a tease. Wow. I'll tell you that. Okay. That's coming up Excited next. To find that out. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns Backers. A few problems this afternoon to steer around. Northbound 315 after Broadway. An earlier accident is off on the right berm, which has a car facing the wrong way. Traffic is slowing from Kinnear. And ramp restrictions due to an accident blocking the end of the eastbound 670 ramp to northbound 71. Emergency is on scene and traffic getting by on the left berm. This report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lessip. It's the heart of road construction season. When driving in work zones, slow down, move over, and avoid distractions, such as using your phone. It's the law. Follow posted speed limits and stay alert for changes in traffic patterns. It's up to us to make Ohio's roadways safer. A message from Ohio Lesson. I'm Stacey J for 97.1 The Fan Track. Does excessive amounts of Prozac make your sack droop down to your knees? Asking for a friend. My friend's name is Mike. Back to Droopy Sack and T-Bone. You know, tomorrow is, don't you? Uh, what is tomorrow, Mike? Oh, yeah. A lot of people oh, yeah. uh, asked me if we were still going to do Wild Card Wednesday during football season. Well, y- yes. Listen, I mean, we did this in part because we wanted to have something in the months where there maybe aren't as many sports stories to talk about. But now, I think we've come to love Wild Card Wednesday so much. You could have you could have Ryan Day retire. You could have. The Browns say we're moving, and you could have the Bengals win the Super Bowl all in the same week, and we would be like, that's cool. Wednesday? We need Wednesday Wednesday. for Wild Card Wednesday. (laughs) We're still talking about that stuff. That is tomorrow. T-Bone's going to sell you some delicious water. Well, Mike, I'm going to tell you about the scale buildup on your shower head. Maybe you've seen that. Fish scales? No, that little white stuff you get on there, and you go, that's not great. That's kind of causing some of the little holes in the shower head. They don't work anymore. This is bad. i got to clean that off. Dandruff. Maybe your hair and skin feel dry and mistreated. Either way, maybe see the spots on your dishes. Those are all signs that you could have problem water. Connecticut can fix your problem water. It's different for everybody's home. That's why you need to get a local water expert out there to do the free at-home water test. Check it out now, ConnecticutColumbus.com, 800-444-1387. Get the same system I have in my house, because that's what works for me. Maybe you'll have something different for you. We have the K5 drinking water station and the uh, Premier Series water softener. They've been great for our house. We've had them for over three years. No problems whatsoever. ConnecticutColumbus.com. I had a situation a couple weeks ago where I had to hose off the uh, garage floor. Okay. Because I, you know, killed someone, cut up a body in there. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> I thought at first you meant you killed a spider and you had no, to hose I had off your garage floor. No, a human being. A human being. Got it. I understood. killed there and dismembered. I yeah. used to do it in the tub and then it got messy and the wife said, do it outside. So. Mm, gotcha. In the garage. And I tried to rinse it off with my hard scaly water. Didn't work, huh? Just didn't know. Doesn't do the job. No. That's right. 
Anyway, you got to find better water, my friend. I'm going to try. Major international sporting events are often associated with a signature food or drink. The Kentucky Derby's mint julep and casual use of the N-word. Pimento cheese sandwiches at the Masters and casual use of the N-word. We are in the South. Wimbledon's strawberries and cream. Casual use of the N-word. New York's U.S. Open is no different. Over the next two weeks in Flushing Meadows, nearly half a million honeydeuce cocktails, which is vodka, lemonade, chambord, and honeydew melon balls, are likely to be sold. The adult beverage is sponsored by Grey Goose and the official drink of the U.S. Open. Last year, they sold 405,000 honeydeuces during the tournament. Honeydeuces? That's what it's called. Honeydeuces. Oh, we're saying honey deuces. Okay. No, honey deuces. Like I got to drop a deuce. Yeah. Hey, honey deuces. Deuces. Yeah. Uh, last year they sold four hundred five thousand of them, racking up almost nine million dollars in sales on this one drink alone. Wow. This year the cocktail costs twenty two dollars. Comes with a commemorative cup. If the drink's record pace continues, honey deuce sales will likely surpass ten million dollars. I'll let him live. The beverage first appeared at the U.S. Open in 2007, but has recently skyrocketed in popularity. Last year's consumption represented more than 20% of the 1.8 million honeydeuces sold in the past 16 years. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, this is a, I, I like an idea where someone comes up with a, a beverage, a drink that goes along with the sporting event you're watching. For example, you know I like my dirt track racing. Mm-hmm. Not Not a little honeydews at the dirt track? No. uh, Also some casual use of the N-word at the dirt track. (laughs) Probably so. Uh, The Eldora Speedway out in western Ohio near the Indiana border. One of the biggest dirt tracks in the country. It is uh, owned by Tony Stewart, who is a famous driver. He kills people there? No, no, he does not. Uh, But that track for a long time has had a uh, beverage that you can only get there. It's a cocktail. Serve it with alcohol. Uh, It's called toilet water. Oh, and what it is sounds is delicious. They t- it's basically like a Long Island iced tea where they pour a bunch of different liquors into a cup, and then they put a little of the blue liquor that what is that called? You know what I'm talking about the blue mixer stuff like, that turns your drink blue. Like, I forget. Like Curacao. Cura- yeah, whatever Cura- that is. Curacao. Whatever that is. Yeah. Curio cabinet. They pour that in, and then on top of it, they will drop a little tootsie roll right in the top. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I've had one. It's delicious. <laughs> But that's so it's got the blue like toilet water and it's got the little uh, Tootsie Roll on the top. But they they sell T-shirts with this on it because it's become famous there. People go there and just line them up. And that's what they have. That's the cocktail of choice. So I'm saying sporting events that every sporting event should have a cocktail is what I'm saying. I think that's great. The more we can have, the better. I know it's twenty two dollars. This cocktail, the toilet waters are not that much. I think they're like eight bucks. Uh, Last year, Grey Goose began expanding the drink's reach in select markets by offering a ready to drink version of the cocktail available for home delivery with Honey Deuce Express kits. Oh, which cost between thirty dollars and one hundred and twenty bucks via DoorDash. Oh, so they send you all the ingredients and you. I guess you know what I did see something on the internet that I thought was I don't know where this was. I, I need to find out. If this is in the U.S. or some other country, but it was person walked into a convenience store looking place. They had the, you know, the gas station has all the glass doors behind it. It's where all the cold stuff is, all the drinks typically. Mm -hmm. They had that, except where the drinks usually were, there were plastic bags full of 
like a, a sealed cup with ice in it, and then a couple of small airline bottle size bottles of liquor. Maybe and it was then a honeydew. Well, kit. it was kits for all different kind of mixed beverages. And what you do is you buy one of these. They showed someone getting one. They paid for it. They walked outside. They open it up. They poured in all the stuff over the ice. And they had their drink, and then they threw the bag away, and they walked down the street sipping on their cocktail they had just made right there for them. That's a great idea. I look, want, look I want more of that, in. too. Look who just walked in. Tyvis Powell. Look at this guy. Yeah. Tyvis, we were just talking about you, buddy. Off the air, not on the air. We were talking about how when you first started, how awful you were. But we how were? you've gotten so much. Timmy we and I were talking oh, about Timmy, that. Oh, uh, Timmy. Timmy and I were clear, talking the about The we it. in this conversation, Tyvis, not involved me. Me and Timmy. I, and Matt Andrews was in on it as oh, well. Oh, good. That's good. We were talking about how bad you were. Terrible. When you first started and how wow. good you are now. Wow. It's a compliment. Wow. I can't hear. You're mouthing to me. I can't hear you. Ted, can you tell us what he said? But Tyvis he's is a loud, natural. but he's not that loud. He's right. a natural. natural. He's a, no, he's it's natural. not. You know, I, I hate that term because it's a lot of hard work and dedication to the craft. Yes, you're right. Tyvis does have repetition. Tyvis has right. something you can't coach, though, and that is a magnetic personality. Tyvis, he has, started out. There's much a lot of further along that have charisma. Yes, that doesn't mean they become good broadcasters. That's fair. Tyvis has charisma, and he's become a good broadcaster. I agree with that because he's worked hard at it. Yes, I've seen a lot of people walk through these doors and said, "I played at Ohio State, and I can I can smile at you." Well, that that's great. But if you come in two minutes for the show and don't know what the hell you're talking about and are not interesting, nobody wants to hear from you. Tyvis is the opposite of that. I think we're both complimenting him from different I sides. Am complimenting we're, we're complimenting him. him from different ways. Because I'm saying he does do a lot of hard work, but he has a great personality That's that translates exactly well on right. the radio. I personally like him. Yes. And I say that about maybe 1% of the former Buckeyes who have walked through the well, store. I'll tell you this, Tyvis. Most people, by this point, he's found a reason to hate everyone right and so I don't in fact, hate him he yet. doesn't hate you now now tyvis i will find a reason <laughs> i always do but right now i don't hate you yet that's good it's pretty good game show coming up common man and t-bone on the fan fan traffic sponsored by meister's bar and pizza home of the grand view browns backers we're getting reports of some police activity westbound 670 at fifth you'll find them blocking the right lane of the westbound 670 ramp to fifth so expect to slow as you approach this area. And also a big delay eastbound 33 between refugee and gender. It's going to take you close to 18 minutes to move through here. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples has everything you need for the office and the classroom for less. Now save even more with $10 off document printing when you spend 40 or more. Offer ends 930. Exclusions and restrictions apply. See associate or visit staples.com slash printing for details. I'm Stacey J for 97.1 The Fanchon. If Biggie Size was a radio show, this would be it. This is Common Man and T-Bone. You know, maybe you're saying to yourself, T-Bone's had two water commercials today. He can't possibly sell me anything else. Well, you'd be wrong, Mike, because it's time for Ford. That's right. Well, if you're looking for a new F-150, now is the time to save big on the new F-150 Super Cruise at Valley Ford of Columbus. Those are the uh, F-150s with the four doors, the big... The real big cab that you want, right? So you can get the whole family in there. How about a new 2023 Super Crew 4x4 STX? Right now, they've got them 49546 with as low as 1.9 financing at Valley Ford. They've also got Bronco Sports. You can get up to three grand off plus that 1.9 financing plus $1,000 trade assistance. Valley Ford has maximum inventory on both. So they are chock full of them. Go there, find the one you want. Tell them T-Bone sent you. ValleyFordofColumbus.com to see the selection. 
Uh, it is Game Show Wednesday. Let's do this. Stand-up comedy is the subject today. Yes. Game Show what? Game Show Tuesday. What did I say? You said Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh, I'm sorry. Game Show Tuesday. Tuesday. Wild card Wednesday is Thank tomorrow. Thank you, Ted. Thank you for correcting me. All right. So here we go. Oh, man. You're stupid. <laughs> I'm going to give you a joke from a stand-up comedian. You tell me which comedian said it. I'll give you two choices. All right. Here's the first one. I used to work at McDonald's making minimum wage. You know what that means when someone pays you minimum wage? You know what your boss was trying to say? Hey, if I could pay you less, I would, but it's against the law. Was that Chris Rock or George Carlin that said that? Uh, I don't remember it. I'm going to say Chris Rock. That's correct. You got it. Very good. Obviously, he probably threw some other words in there. No, this is well. the, no, that, was, that was straight. Yeah, yeah. What right. I will tell you though is this should be a good exercise for anybody who's ever wondered: Do you have to be a trained comedian to just say the jokes, or are the jokes just funny? They're funny. Someone saying them the correct way well, as you're a not, comedian. You're not giving it the. Flavor. And I'm not. I'm not going to try to. I'm not going to try to be any of these comedians. I'm just telling you the joke. Next up, I like an escalator because an escalator can never break. It can only become stairs. There would never be an escalator temporarily, temporarily out of order sign. Only escalator temporarily stairs. Was that Steve Martin or Mitch Hedberg who said that? Uh, I've never heard that. I'm going to say Mitch Hedberg. That's correct. In fact, the best part of the joke is he says, out of order sign, escalator temporarily stairs. Sorry for the convenience. Is that's how he actually? Well, ends what the I joke. what I would like to tell you though is I saw a show not too long ago on the Discovery Channel, and it was called "When Escalators Attack." Oh, no joke! This was the show, and it was when you know people get stuck in the their, escalator. Their, their foot gets stuck oh, in it, or no. I mean, there there is I'm a way that, that it can break and swallow your limbs. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> that's fair. All right. Uh, next up, this bit comes from a very famous comedian. Which yeah. one was it? If I was an Olympic athlete, I'd rather come in last than win the silver medal. You win the gold, you feel good. You win the bronze, you think, hey, at least I got something. But you win that silver, that's like, congratulations, you almost won. Of all the losers, you came in first. You're the number one loser. No one lost ahead of you. Was that Jay Leno or Jerry Seinfeld? That is Jerry that? Seinfeld. That is a Seinfeld bit. I, I know that bit. 100%. That's right. Uh, next up. This one, I don't like country music, but I don't mean to denigrate those who do. And for the people who like country music, denigrate means put down. <laughs> Was that Greg That's Giraldo funny. or Bob Newhart who said that? Uh, Greg Giraldo. No. No, it was Bob Newhart. That was a Bob Newhart. I'll tell you, that's good. Bob Newhart, man. I love Bob Newhart. One delivery. of the funniest people I've ever seen in my life. And he didn't start comedy until he was like in his 40s. Yeah. He was like, yeah. I, don't, I forget what he was, an accountant or something like something. that? Something. He worked a desk job. Yes, but he had a very dry delivery, and that that's a perfect example of it right there. Uh, next up, when I was a kid, my parents moved a lot, but I always found them. Was that Rodney Dangerfield or Robin Williams? That sounds like Dangerfield. Go with that. All right. Yes, that's exactly that's that is a you can't. There's no fat on that joke, my friend. It is no, right that's to the all point. That, you could eat that old joke. It's delicious. It's love that. Love that one. All right. Next up. 20 years ago, we had Johnny Cash, Bob Hope and Steve Jobs. Now we have no cash, no hope and no jobs. Please don't let Kevin Bacon die. Was that Bill Murray or Tim Allen? Oh, Tim Allen. 
No. Bill Murray? Bill Murray, supposedly. When did, when did, he, when did he say that? I don't know. He, he might do stand-up well, thing. Well, he's, he's done comedy, but he apparently said this somewhere. I'm not sure where he said it, but it was All a right. quote that I found. So let right. him live. I'm going to say that's fake news. Okay, maybe. Maybe it is. Fake news. That's fine. Uh, next up, according to most studies, people's number one fear is public speaking. Number two is death. Death is number two. Sorry, though. Does that sound right? This means the average person, if you go to a funeral, you're better off in the casket than doing the eulogy. Yes, it's Jerry Seinfeld. You got it. Didn't even have to give you the choices. Uh, next up, I enjoy doing stand-up, especially now because life is so busy and it's so hectic. And with stand-up, I can just go out and relax and enjoy the silence. Was that Drew Carey or Steve Martin? Uh, Drew Carey. No. Steve Martin? That was a Steve Martin. But he no, had an arrow in his head when he said it. Probably did, and was playing the banjo. I will say, Steve Martin's still funny. He's been funny in a lot of things for a lot of different reasons. Yes. When you go back and watch his stand-up from the 70s, though, it is something that I feel is probably like kids watching Sandler today, where they're like, I don't really get this, but if you were a banging back then, oh, you really you got it. He sold out arenas for I, that. I know. I know. And I'm not the biggest Steve Martin stand-up guy, but again, it was a different time. Yeah. Right? I went, you know, I'm I'm the wheelhouse for Sandler. Yes. When I was a kid, I would I had the CDs, you know? I would do the voices, I would do all of it. Yeah. Billy Madison, fantastic movie. I went back and watched some of those movies that I used to love so much. Man, are they stupid. <laughs> yeah. I like, know. you laugh because you know what's coming. Yes, exactly but right. But, like, joke for joke? No. Conditioner is better. I make the hair silky and smooth. Shampoo is better. It is stupid. It is stupid. It is stupid. It's one of those things, though, that I feel like it makes you laugh because it's so stupid and you just at some point go, God, I can't believe he's still doing this. Like, I can't believe he's still going with this joke and it's absurd and that yes. makes you laugh. It still yes. gets a laugh. Even if you don't find it as funny as you used to. I do think there's some genius to it. Uh, next up, I never forget a face, but in your case, I'd make an exception. Was that Groucho Marx or Don Rickles? Sounds like a Rickles line. It does. It's Groucho Marx? It is Groucho Marx though. Yeah. Uh, and finally, the last one I have for you. I have a lot of growing up to do. I realized that the other day inside my fort. Is that Dimitri Martin or Zach Galifianakis? I don't know who Dimitri Martin is. Oh, it's yeah. Sounds like a running back from the Patriots. No, that's, that's not correct. Uh, it is Zach Galifianakis, All right. actually. Uh, but no, Who's Dimitri he married to? Galifianakis? Yeah. I have no idea. I don't know who he's... Oh, not him. It's uh, Who's the other guy with the beard? Nick Offerman. Oh, yeah. He's married to Megan, Megan Mullally. That's right. Yeah. I actually have read a couple of his books. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He's he's very... Uh, like Nick what, o- works of fiction? Not Zach Galifianakis. No, no. They're like st- stuff about his life. I got it. He talks about traveling the country during the pandemic. Him and Megan Mullally rented a uh, giant Airstream trailer and drove around the country, parking at various campsites and checking out the nature. Hmm. He's very outdoorsy, Nick Offerman is, in real life. How you doing over there, Teddy? You all right? You haven't said much today. Doing good, Mike. <laughs> you haven't said much today. What's the matter? I haven't been asked to no, say I'm just saying, you, you waltzed in, you know, three minutes before one o'clock today. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's... I, 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 I want to point out... I was worried about you I a little want bit. to point out that I was sitting at the desk at 1245, mm-hmm. and T-Bone said to me... I did. What, part-time Ted today? 
No, no. I, I wasn't the I one who say, said it. I didn't say part-time Ted. I said half-time Ted. Half-time Ted. Yeah. Is he half-time in it today? Yeah. Half-time. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't know there was a uh, time. There's no. no I just, there's not. T-Bone was worried no, about no, no, yeah. There's not, Teddy. I just know that's how it goes. If I show up like five minutes before he gets here, I would get the same thing. But when I'm here two hours before, it's like, oh, that's expected. That's just normal. I just like how when he's not here, you can badmouth him. No, I and then when I he said, is here, it's like, I didn't really mean it. I said, no, I said yeah. it. It's a joke. I'm joking around. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Just jokes. All right, I just want to make sure you're okay, Ted. Yeah. Did you enjoy your run this morning, T-Bone? I did. No? Thank you, Teddy. Right. I really did. Got back on, uh, took a couple weeks off, got back to it today. Three miles, yeah. like it was nothing. He was tweeting about it, Mike. It, was, so it felt, very good. Oh, yeah. felt very good. I should probably unmute him. <laughs> I know you have, and I don't care. It's fine. I'll keep tweeting. Muted or unmuted. I want you to keep tweeting. I don't, I don't want you to see him, actually. You're blocked. So good for you. <laughs> you can't. No, Elon says you can't block people anymore. Oh, you can't? No. I know. That's is, the rule. That's gone. Yeah. You can't block. What? That's... Tweet deck's gone, Does this too. guy not know that speech does not also just mean stuff coming out of your mouth? I'm like, just saying. You I should have the block. right to not have to see people. People don't have to see what I have to say about them. Why do I? Why? That's I'm stupid. Just, I'm just telling you what's He's up. He's dumb. All right. Well, then I... I hope he enjoys it when everybody doxes every location he is at when he's on his stupid airplane. Well, no, then he can just oh, you can shut block, that account You can down. block your location yeah, well, that's, when you're flying, that's national security. but you can't block anything you want to say on no, Twitter. We Got it. We can't okay. have that. Right, so. How was the run this morning? No good? Yeah, it was fine. It was, right. You know what? You would have liked it. Why? Because I had to put on long sleeves. That's how cold it was. Vigorous. I was not ready for that. Can't wait for next That's week. Right, next back week in the oven. Swacky, 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 sweaty, sacky. That's swacky. That's Les Miles' daughter, swacky. Swacker Miles. <laughs> That's what the Pac-12 swacky is going to be. Miles. The Swacky, swacky Conference. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. Checking the live road cams. The north side experienced some delays. Southbound 71 at 70. Accident on the right berm. It's going to have you tapping the brakes. Also watch out for a disabled vehicle. Eastbound 70 at Miller. This is over on the right berm, so use caution here. This report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance is now Direct Auto Insurance. It's a new name with savings of up 25%, just like you're used to. So stop compromising and keep driving. Get a free quote today at directauto.com. Savings vary. Terms apply. National General Group, Winston-Salem. I'm Stacey J for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Oh, my Buckeye football game week lovers. Timmy is clean shaven today. Well, he really is. Clean. Handsome looking. Fresh, clean. It's almost like he interviewed for another job. <laughs> Amazing, right? When you just sort you of look step good. things up. You got the shirt yeah. tucked in. Yeah, I, I, the second day in a row. Second day in a row. I've just sort of cleaned up and... You're, you're acting like a professional now. Very much so. Is this an epiphany that you had? I don't know. Are you going to do this tomorrow? I don't know what it is, but I think it had something to do with me being away from the Buckeyes show for a couple of weeks, tending to other matters here at the station, mm-hmm. and now I'm back. And so I figured I would just go tuck to see today. I'm wearing my mizzen and main shirt, which is a combination of a dress shirt and something that has that stretchy poly nylon and the kicker. Is this a, is this a commercial? Spandex what? blend. Did we is this just a get promo code? Here? Promo you, code do, Timmy do you have and a, mizzen and main? Are you an influencer that you didn't tell us you've been doing this on the side and now you're just going to pop this in here? Little, I didn't know that. Little thing called we'll see. 
I've never heard of is Mizanamine good? Is this a good shirt? I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's uh you remember the old photo of Sean Miller where he would sweat yes, through dress absolutely. shirts. See, this is an, this is one of those examples where you have an idea but you don't have the resources or the means to actually move on it. I always say this about this type of dress shirt that I had that idea for a more under armor combo with a dress shirt. Like a moisture wicking yeah, shirt. Yeah, where it's the, the great comfy material. You just like, didn't have the resources or the know-how. Yes, or, to do anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah but the Desire. idea is in there. It's like a Kramer idea I is it. what it is. Yeah. And so, no, it's very comfortable. This It takes me back to the when they used to have the Columbus golf shows in town, which I don't think they've had one since the pandemic. Used to be a blast to go around there and chip and putt a little bit, yeah. swing the clubs, and I got me this fancy shirt oh you got the shirt there I that's see. where i got it okay, yeah gotcha. got off the rack there oh so this is a golfer's thing something the golf I, courses have figured out it's kind of like when you know that golfers away from the course kind of look i see yeah nice but you want to keep that leisure feel all the time <laughs> is that right to me you're, you're, yeah you can see, see that the commercial goes right got to go home at some point what's uh what's coming up on the show tonight <laughs> coming up tonight we of course have the quarterback named so it's kyle mccord over devin brown but both will play we'll get some bearded bites from ryan day in the show as well jim harbaugh started his press conference this week in an interesting way and on the trail our recruiting news and notes on a new night here on tuesday nights because buckeye roundtable is back on mondays now and my friend tyvis powell on the show Buckeye Show, top of the hour. We got a busy night tonight. We got Buckeye Show at 6, 11 Warriors at 8, Inside the Crew at 9, Kevin Stefanski's show at 10, and then a special Get Ready for the Hurricane edition of Perverted at 11 o'clock. Mm. He will teach you how to fornicate on your roof as right. assistance is coming for you in Florida. Mm. Well, Ted's going to show you what blowing wind is really like. Yeah. I was going to make a joke about Ted being in the eye of the storm, but whatever. You you did a good one, too. That was nice. I like it. <laughs> Tim's <laughs> laughing at his own joke. That's good. What a, what a pear-shaped loser. <laughs> back page. Uh, the Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Bone, man. The Columbus Zoo, fresh off their snafu of having a uh, monkey that gave birth to another baby monkey, and they didn't even know it was a female monkey. You remember this a few weeks ago? They had this gorilla, right? Was it a gorilla? Yeah, that's yeah, right. Okay. Gorilla. Well, a great ape. Sorry. Anyway. I just this, I think they get upset if you call a gorilla a monkey. Fine. It's just not right. Did they get yeah. upset when they didn't know that it was a, a female monkey? Hey, I'm the one that said they should have known better, <laughs> Richard Marks. Just, <laughs> who's checking that? Well, they said at the time, hey, we don't have a reason to check these animals necessarily unless they're sick. Well, now they put out a new press release that totally undercuts that whole line of thinking because I was willing to go with them back when they said that. Yeah, you defended them. Yeah. Now, I said maybe we should check for a winky. Right. What, well, are they inverted? Are they hard to well, see? No, I they said when they're immature, they are. it's harder to tell. And unless they have to bring the animal in for something, they don't routinely in like... In fairness, if you're check checking me now, it'd be tough to tell. Well, I'm inverted. <laughs> That's fine. Um, we know. burned. <laughs> <laughs> the Columbus Zoo expecting the birth of two great apes in late fall. Khalil, a 17-year-old orangutan, and Faith, an 18-year-old bonobo, are both entering the later stages of their pregnancies, according to this press release well, from how the did zoo. They know? Well, they said, apparently, <laughs> that they had noticed this very early on this year. They noticed that Khalil's stomach was swelling and thought she might be pregnant. Around the same time, the zoo gave Faith a pregnancy test, which resulted in a positive test. 
and each participated in an ultrasound, which confirmed their pregnancies again. I thought we didn't check them unless they had problems. Now, apparently, we're giving them pregnancy tests and randomly just going like, that one looks a little bloated, probably pregnant. Where do you Let's think they get, get them in the here. tests from Walgreens? They just like pee on this stick? Yeah. Khalil it's, Mac? It's just a <laughs> Khalil Mac. No, this what? is Khalil. Khalil is the name of this one. Khalil and Faith are the two. The orangutan is Khalil. Faith is the bonobo. They're both very, I mean, I don't know how old they get, but 17, 18 years old, that's a more mature uh, yeah, ape yeah. than what they had back. I think the the one that had the baby the, uh, a few months ago was like six years old. So young, I think. Very no, young you get th- This is very disgusting with how my mind works now, but n- now the next time I go to the zoo, I don't care what the age is of the gorilla or the monkey, I'm going to be looking. I'm going to be oh, looking. You're going to be trying to figure it out? Where the, the male parts are. Because now right. that I think of it, can't say that I've ever noticed. No. Can't say that you ever, you know, you see the, the ace. You know what, though? The ace really pops out oh. on some of those. Like the baboon, that they've oh, got they that got the, ace that's right the, out there. Right. But that's, the other that's, stuff. That's your bag. <laughs> you like a oh, forceful ace. Look at that. Wow. <laughs> your cam girls also have the predominant ace. That baboon must work out. Sure. Put her in a pair of Daisy Dukes. I got the glutes. Glutes, yeah. (laughs) That's right. It must do, it must follow Instagram babes and do the workouts to have an ace like that. How did you get a baboon ace like that? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Buckeye Show's next. Tomorrow, Wild Card Wednesday. See you then. More. If you thought this was stupid, three hours of that tomorrow. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Wrapping up the afternoon drive with just a couple delays. Westbound 270, you're looking at about a 10-minute delay between 161 and Cleveland. And eastbound 70 between Livingston and Bryce, you're jammed up close to 10 minutes through this area. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings from 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for only 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day, so head to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour today. Ballot at participating locations while supplies last. Dine in only, drink responsibly. I'm Stacey J for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. This is a fan action update. The Braves and Dodgers have separated themselves a little bit in the odds to win the World Series. Atlanta still has the best record in all of baseball. They're 3-1 to one to win it all. And the red-hot L.A. Dodgers are plus 360. After those two, you will find the Astros at 7-1, to one, Orioles 9-1, to one, Rays 10-1, to one, and the Mariners and Rangers come in at 12-1. to one. For your action update, I'm Scotty Vegas. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. The Fan. The Fan. Good evening. I'm Buddy Wells. At his weekly Tuesday press conference earlier today, Ohio State head coach Ryan Day officially announced that Kyle McCord will start at quarterback for the Buckeyes this Saturday against Indiana. McCord's consistency over the last couple weeks allowed him to earn that job, Day said today. But he also did reveal that backup quarterback Devin Brown would play meaningful snaps in that game. Ohio State will place Indiana on the road this Saturday at 3.30. In baseball, the Guardians play the second of their three-game set tonight in the Twin Cities against Minnesota. Gavin Williams is on the buck for Cleveland in that one. They'll get 
started at 740. As for the Reds, they'll continue their West Coast trip tonight as they play the second of their three-game series against San Francisco. Brandon Williamson's on the bump for Cincinnati there. First pitch is at 940. And in the NFL, the Colts made the decision to keep Jonathan Taylor today, but the all-pro running back does remain on the pup list, making him ineligible to play in the team's first four games this season. Breaking sports news when I have the on the fan, Ohio sports destination.